Oh hi, and welcome back on the Curious Art of Being Human. I am Robin. The following is a conversation with Alex Magnol, owner of the Maziero, uh, the new pizzeria downtown. In this video, you're gonna see him making uh, a little margarita that we ate right after. It was absolutely beautiful, uh, very good. Um, Jenna is mad at me because we have this thing that um, eating pizza without <laughs> without one another uh, it's kind of a betrayal thing so uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get back uh, soon there <laughs> anyway uh, please sit back relax enjoy this one if you like this uh, podcast please uh, consider subscribing to the channel give us a blue thumb um, and um, right after the, the right after the pizza making you'll see the conversation with Alex and I think that's it and now my friends Alex Manuel with the pizza before <laughs> You know, I was I was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. I was better respond to something different. For the sound, well, and Working? here we are. Yeah, everything's. So why don't you make the honor <laughs> of okay, yeah. opening this one? Let's try that. Have you ever had a puy? Yeah, I've yeah. had a puy. Uh, not often, though, to be honest. Oh yeah. Uh, it's not like. Yeah, I have a friend that does all his favorite wines the, yeah. Yeah, from this region, Vincent. I was <laughs> just talking uh, oh, the to guy him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one, I mean, this one is my favorite white ever, for sure. Great wines. Great region. Okay. A cork that can't be corked. Do you know that? <laughs> no. No? The, the, what do you mean can't be corked? So you know that wines... Uh, Oh, we're gonna talk about that. A well, reason why you try the wine when you like, you know, uh, the table when the sommelier, whoever, like, present the wine. Yeah. Um, is to see if the wine is faulty. So many reasons can be faulty. Uh, can be like a second fermentation in a bottle or anything, but it can be corked. Mm. Bouchonnet in French. Mm -hmm. um, that comes from like a substance that's like in the actual like uh, cork itself. Yeah. And um, those ones are guarantee 99 even more like percent that they can be the tension can go in the ball mm. it cannot uh they've got an appellation jam yeah. so if you see jam yeah that means technically there's no chance that the wine is corked huh interesting yeah uh, yeah i had no idea yeah they developed that like about 10 12 years ago they are like huh. they sold to like yeah. a lot of like wines because 20 percent of the wines can be corked like out of mm. like 100 bottles you can get 20 bottles are actually like corked yeah. so that substance in a cork it's like it's nice. crazy you want to try nice. yeah for you're, sure. the, you're the deal now thank you so let's try the pizza first <laughs> it's got the pizza on the okay Good. Mm. What what makes the main difference I found like what is crazy is the the tomato sauce like incredible. 
the, the intensity of the, the taste, the taste the, yeah. and the perfume, it's crazy. So the best way to get that is when they harvest the tomato and make the sauce, or like not the sauce, but actual like can the tomatoes. That's where they capture like pretty much like all the flavors, right? You can't wait too long. Yeah. You don't want a tomato to be like once harvested, it's like at the best perfect time. Mm, so you can it and then you capture that in a can. Right. And then you, 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 you conserve that like taste, that flavor, that intensity, that, yeah, it's beautiful. Yes, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So did you, um, did you experiment on the, um, on the dough? Um, a few times like to, to get up with to come up with this um, recipe or like how did you what was your process to to get the um, yeah so the I I personally cheers cheers, yeah. cheers first I, let's try <laughs> that beautiful color it's nice oh, that's powerful so Chardonnay huh? also mm -hmm. um, we're in France we're not in Italy but um, oh, yeah it's got that that's beautiful I only have one bottle left, but um, <laughs> that's really good, right? Beautiful, yeah. yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and get back to the the dough. So, so the dough, yeah. The dough, it started like, I'll be honest, I have no, I've worked in a French restaurant in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, for like, thirteen years. Mm -hmm. I'm French. Um, no experience in in pizzeria at all. Mm -hmm. Um. And, and when I had the idea of what sparked the idea was really the move here. I lived in Vancouver for like 15 years. And my wife and I, we kind of like went on the path to like change and like move here. And then that idea of like, okay, what am I gonna do once I move away from Vancouver? After 13 years of being in a restaurant, mm. I was working there Man management you were managing or so not really never really managed mm -hmm. uh a little bit at the end really yeah. um what i did is i was uh i was on the floor and we kind of like a team so i had my best friends were like working as bartender and like manager and um after a few years i didn't have really much evolution and i, I became a partner actually because mm -hmm. i i was like well i'm gonna leave because i don't have really much evolution here and then my ex-boss slash partner uh, approached me. He's like, no, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to make you an offer. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'm going like, to go for it. I, mm. I took a moment. I, was, I wasn't sure. I was actually going to maybe go back to France. Mm. Um, I was like pondering all the options at that time because I was probably 25, 26, 27. And it's like kind of like that moment. Like people all moment, I was like, okay. What do I do? I started in a restaurant industry like five, six years ago. Do I want to pursue? Do I want to go into that? And I was like, you know, I took a time and I was like, let's do it. Let's, let's get in that partnership. I've been working here for five years. I know that restaurant is good. It's like a family restaurant. My mm -hmm. best friend, we were working there. Uh, we were working together. We do the same thing. So it was mm -hmm. kind of a no brainer for me. So I went for it. Like I just, I just went for it. So we got in that partnership. And a um, few years after, I got into a relationship and then I got married and then we came back and forth here in Vernon, Vancouver, Vernon, because my wife 
is originally from here. Our mm -hmm. family is here. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was, we, we kind of like, I was looking for like a, maybe to buy a place or something in Vancouver at the time. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find anything because mm. it's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my wife just kind of like sparked the idea of buying something here. And I was like, well, okay, yeah, sure, let's do it. Like, I mean, it was more affordable here and for what we were getting. And we were already thinking of like moving here as well. And uh, yeah, and I, at the same time, you know, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And after 13 years of French restaurant, I was like, maybe it's about time for a change. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I kind of like really, I was like, okay, what, what do I want to do? Like, if do I, do I want to stay in the restaurant industry? That was the big question. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I would just want to, my wife will laugh. Like I had like... <laughs> So many ideas. I want to do everything. Yeah, I'm the same. Man. I know. <laughs> I know what you're going through. Yeah, I just want to do everything. Civil yeah. engineer. I want to play in a band. Yeah. Uh, but, and you know, it's, it's probably the first time that I was I was gonna have that opportunity to maybe like do something else because mm -hmm. I was in this for 13 years. I love I love the restaurant industry. Obviously, look at where yeah. we're sitting. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking, okay, maybe I can like just go to school and like learn something and have a career in something else mm -hmm. and uh, but I started to think well there's as well space for things it's happening Vernon was coming back and forth like Vancouver Vernon like to see our family I was like there's a lot missing in Vernon like I was pretty pretty sure that Vernon was gonna come up and then COVID happened um, mm. and things get like got a little complicated just because I was like, I had the idea of the pizzeria, but then you second question yourself. You're like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, you know, I'm saving that restaurant in Vancouver. Let's hope we make it. Then we made it then. But in the process, I started to like look at the door. Okay, we'll go back to your question. I was like, okay, if I do a pizzeria, I want to go fully into it. How, where, where did you get the, did you know from the top that if you were to open a restaurant, you were going to do a pizzeria or like what, what would, no, like talking about, options? yeah, talking about COVID, I was like, yeah. going through COVID with yeah. a French restaurant, I was, I mean, we did, we did the, the right thing, which turned into like takeout. We, we thought we'd never do takeout. Like mm -hmm. as a French restaurant, we did steak free. We're like, we can't do takeout. That's not a thing we do, yeah. but like COVID hit and you're like, well, we kind of have to, we, we, we got to make things happen here. And so going through that, you're like, okay, what am I going to do? You know, you, 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 you learn, you see, you, I love, by the way, the, it's, it's snowing. You, you guys, I don't know if you can oh, see it in yeah. this camera. It's, it's kind of cool. I love it. Cool. I'm a, I'm a big fan of snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I was like, you know, what do I do? And obviously pizza always, it goes back to my first memories of going to a restaurant. Pizza is, I remember my uncle taking me for like, maybe one of the six or seven, seven, eight, mm -hmm. out of the blue. We're gonna go to a restaurant tonight. Like, you know, and I remember, we went to a pizza and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And it was a wood fire pizza mm. in France, like one of the best in my like area. And it, you know, it's memories that like stuck to you. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, well, Coving being here, if anything happened like this again, I can make takeout with pizza, you know? Mm. So all these little things were like adding up plus the area, plus not knowing so many people. And it's like, it's probably something a little easier for me to, as a business side of the yeah. things to approach. 
than like a French restaurant where you need like experienced cook, um, lot more people, lot more like knowledge behind it at the front, at the back, and like you know, there's more involved into it, more cost, and and so on and so on. So a variety of things made me like decide like, okay, I'm gonna probably yeah. go for the pizza like side of it, and I got into it. Plus my family story as the restaurant like being like okay like my my grandmother is italian she's not italian she was born in in france but from like italian parents mm -hmm. never cooked italian because my grandfather was very french mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like we don't cook italian here <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> terrible but uh yeah so she's learned to like cook like um french and i never had like an italian like meal on the table mm, interesting yeah, it's crazy. But she still carried the, the Italian name uh, from the side of her mom. Well, from no, no, no. She was like French name. Like okay. she, when she married like or like my grandfather, she was still like she. Mazer mm. was her last name. Uh, but she's like she got family in Italy in Venice. Mm. Like she, she. I think she went back. She went back there like one the last time. I think they don't travel much. Oh, they never travel really much. Yeah. Uh, farmer, they're farmers. Yeah. Um, but she went back maybe once, I think, for like our like honeymoon. Mm. And um, but she has family, she still contact them. They, still, they went to the they came to France so many times, you know. Yeah. And I kind of grew up with that. Her brother is like super Italian, um, he, he lives in France, but like he's super attached to his like roots. I think there's, there's a side of that Italian family that I never really under like discover or knew or was like you know introduced very well I felt like yeah but like it was kind of still in me because she speaks Italian mm. she like I will like you know as a kid you go around you're 10 years old and you your grandmother is on the phone and she's like talking Italian like mm. full-on blast conversation and you're like what <laughs> look around you're like hey mom like your mom speaks Italian like that was yeah. that kind of thing like I mm. didn't grow up with that like really like tangible like yeah, your grandmother was born like Italian. It was, so you, you don't really know much about it. Mm. But so it's kind of a tribute, right? Yeah. So it's kind of links to my, a side of my family in a sense. Mm -hmm. So it's a tribute. And again, the tribute because uh, my, my grandmother couldn't cook uh, mm. Italian at the house. Mm. She just, when she got, she, she married my grandfather, it was like, I mean, that's what they told me. But my grandfather said like, my mom's gonna teach you how to cook mm. French. Wow. No pasta on the table. Classic French. <laughs> oh, so French is embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, yeah, but it was back in the days. Mm. We're talking like in the 60s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like 50, 50, 60, 55, yeah. So, you know, very different kind of like, not open-minded kind of like, we're in a different world. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Hey, you like that pizza? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is really good. Um, so... Where are you? Where did you grow up um, in France? I'm gonna have to wait. <laughs> Fine. Mm. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in uh, southwest of France. Southwest near southwest. Pierrette, Bordeaux. Oh, Bordeaux? Mm -hmm. You grew up in Bordeaux? Yeah. Oh, Bassin d'Arcachon? 
Yeah, so I'm not really close <laughs> from Bordeaux, so I, I, I didn't really go to the Basque and Arcachon, and that was not my culture. My culture is more inland. Mm. I'm close to. I'm in the foothills of the Central Massif, mm -hmm. which is like a, yeah. a, a mountain in France that we have in the middle, for people that don't know. Mm -hmm. um, which is like a very old mountain, volcanic mountain. It's pretty eroded. And I'm at the foothills of that. Um, it's in the Dordogne region. It's about 160 kilometers from Bordeaux on the same horizontal line, but inland. Um, beautiful country, yeah. Uh, main main city is Sala. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up there for 20 years. Yeah, had a beautiful like childhood there. Did uh, you did you uh, have any? So at what age did you left France to go to Vancouver? 20. At 20 years old. 20 years old. By yeah. yourself, you you left. Yeah, by myself. Yeah. What did you or have on any? my own? I don't know if <laughs> by myself on my did own. Did you have any any plan? Uh, no. So what happened at the time? Um, I never. Graduated, mm -hmm. uh, high school diploma. Yeah, never, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> never passed it. Tried three times. I was. Oh, tr I, three times, eh? Yeah. Well, two times, like, you know, I doubled the first one, and yeah. the third time was. The third time was, like, by. Um, you're supposed to do it from distance, so mm -hmm. not going to school. Terrible idea. I never did anything. I actually went to Ireland. So I went to Ireland for about eight months. It was my first experience abroad. Mm -hmm. um, I went with a friend. To um, where you said I? Island. Island? What is that? Island, like uh, Wales, like. Yeah. Oh, Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Ireland. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, that's me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard for people to understand what we're talking about. Ireland. Ireland. Where there's the island. Irish people. The Irish people. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Always embarrassing to talk in English. <laughs> um, so that was your first experience abroad. Yeah, I I went there, you know, failed the second time the high school diploma, and I was like, I just, all my childhood, I was so bad at English. Mm. Still, I am. <laughs> uh, I was so bad at it, and I always say, like, one day I'll just go there and, and learn it. Mm, yeah. I'll go to an English country and I'll learn it. I, I know I have to learn it somehow, yeah. and I'll just make my way there and just get into it. Um, so, I didn't know what to do, what I was going to do, like, no high school diploma, so I was like, I had this opportunity at the time, uh, Ireland <laughs> was booming, uh, 2006, uh, booming, like, they had, like, all the, uh, I think, Google and, and so on, like, mm. went there, and some of my friends went there, so I was like, okay, let's go for, like, a few months, you know, I'll find a job and just stay there for, like, a few months and do that experience and try to learn English. So I did that amazing experience, loved it. Um, more the abroad experience than maybe the country itself or like Ireland. I, it was good, but I mean, it's an island. It's, it rains a lot. Yeah. Dublin is, they like drinking. And beside that, there's not much going on. Mm -hmm. Lots of music, arts, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of music. Uh, great for that because um, yeah, you don't have much to do. so. Lots of bands. Play it's music and drink. Play music and drink, yeah. <laughs> Which is fun. I mean, at the time I was 20, don't, don't make yeah, me yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed yeah, that a lot. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was lots of good yeah. times. Um, then I met some like, people there. And I remember, I, I don't know who they are. I never, 
I never got their contact, but they were like the uh, people, the, some of the first people that I met at the uh, at an hostel that I was staying for the whole time, pretty much. Um, they were from Canada at the desk, yeah. and talking with them, very nice. And they're like, I was like, oh, I always dreamt to like to go to Canada. It's mm. like since I'm 15, it's like mm. like I just you know I I think it's cool high school. I was like reading some newspaper and then they were like portraying like Canada as like this really up and coming like country with like a lot of like development and so on and so on and like great article and it's just like okay I wanna one day I'll go there and mm. then so I met these guys and I talk talk about it to them and they were like well if you want to go like you should go on the west coast and I was like oh okay like not knowing much about it you know when you're from France like you're like yeah. Everything is like kind of Quebec oriented. Like you mm -hmm. don't you don't see the rest of Canada, yeah. despite being the biggest part of it, <laughs> almost. Uh, so yeah, so I, they're like go to like British Columbia. So I mm -hmm. went back to France, checked that out, and I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna do it. Found mm -hmm. like the the classic uh, what is it called uh, P PVT? Or P like oh, oh, you got a PVT uh, here. It's a, a W O H working. Uh, WHO working holiday no working holiday see. visa we yeah. are working yeah. holiday visa yeah is, I think yeah it's just they changed that like pretty fast after that but yeah so I it was not popular at the time like yeah nobody was doing this like I got mm -hmm. in like super easy and a few few years after I like just exploded like so yeah. many French people I met they were like oh it's not that easy to get like you know like yeah. very limited yeah. like everybody wants to come to Canada I mean it was very limited amount of people that can get it every year yes. I think yeah. Uh, even though they increase the number every year, but I, in 2006 it was like mm -hmm. a no-brainer. Like, yeah, very fast I got that, and I was like, okay, I got one year, open visa, I can work, I can travel, I can do anything. Exciting. And then I came here. Yeah, it was by myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. And so you arrive straight in Vancouver. You're 20 years old. Did you have any plan as you arrived? Like any working plan, accommodations, I work, did you just arrive? I like just arrived like full on, yeah. full on, like <laughs> whatever happens. happens. <laughs> yes, that's uh, good. Which is, which is crazy, you know, like I was like, I just, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do there. Maybe like, I don't know. I had zero idea. I, I came here with like, really like, I'll see what I do once I'm there. If, I could travel, you know, like you, that, that traveling part of it was very appealing just to go around. Um, I got stuck in, in Vancouver. Right uh, away? Oh yeah, right away. Yeah. I just never really moved. I traveled a little bit right away as well, but like not, not outside of like uh, BC, mm -hmm. uh, British Columbia. So I, yeah, I was, um, I didn't do much for the, few, <laughs> the first few months. I have mm -hmm. worked some like really random job. I put my, my name on like every little things possible. I was not in a restaurant in the street. That's I started working really the restaurant in the street in Vancouver. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see. Um, and uh, yeah, just, I I embraced the uh, the the way you could smoke weed in Canada. Mm, yeah. Uh, let's say like legal for yeah, it was not legal at the time. No, yeah, cause but it was like it was everybody was smoking it was not mm. a problem. Like mm. it was yeah. Like you go to a shop, they had like an Amsterdam cafe in, uh, oh, in yeah, Vancouver. You, you walk in, you can buy your weed, and mm -hmm. it's not a problem. Um, and I did, well, I tested that out for like a few months, yeah. <laughs> Six, like four or five months. 
Um, that was that was like shit. That's crazy. Like people smoke. Like it's okay. You go in the street. Mm -hmm. Like everyone in Vancouver yeah. was smelling like weed. I'm like this is crazy. Anyway, so I, I kind of embraced that culture for a little bit, which made me do not much. I was like working like some very random job. It's funny. Um, and, and, then, and then like after f five months, I think, I, I've, I met some people at the, the hostel and French people, of course. French people attract French people. And you know, it's easy to yeah. just like, as we're talking. Yeah. Uh, but I know you, you, you see other people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, and then a few of them, they were all in the restaurant industry, actually. They all came from Ireland, funny mm. enough. They lived in Ireland. We lived at the same time there. Wow. Uh, they all moved. They just wanted to check out something else and came to Vancouver. And we met at the hostel. And then uh, one day, like, one of the managers of a restaurant, like, um, they kind of asked me, it's like, well, I kind of tell him, I was like, I think I, I, think I, I can work for you if you want. Like, you know, if you need me, let me know. Yeah. And it, sound, it sounded like a good gig, just the way the restaurant industry works here with tips and everything. And, you know, with my background, like where I'm mm -hmm. from, back to Salah, um, the gastronomy is huge. Eating is like a way of living. Is mm -hmm. you live to eat, basically. Yeah. This, you know, like I'm gonna refer to my grandfather, which um, is a big part of my life, is for him, like, you ask what is a good day is like a good day is when I sit at the table and I have a good meal. Mm. Like the rest doesn't matter to him. Yeah. Like it's just a good meal with the family, with people around that matters the most, you know? And that's, yeah. that's like, that's how I grew up. Like mm. with big family, big dinner all the time, lunch, the same. And, uh, and yeah, so I was like, you know, I told my friend, uh, his name, his name is Nico. Um, it's like, yeah, I think I can work. Okay, I can try it out. Let's see if, if I can do it. So he taught me everything. I can fast forward very fast. Like, he taught me everything. He was my mentor. Um, I was quite nervous. I'm someone that likes to do things well. Mm. Um, I was not smoking weed anymore, I think. <laughs> Let's yeah. put that behind. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I like to do things like very well. I'm like obsessed when I get into something, mm -hmm. right? So I got into it and I loved it. I love all aspects of it, like the serving, like the the wine was something that I was very passionate about and like knowing the knowledge about like cocktails, wine and so on, the food, the techniques, like all that. And it taught me everything. He's from France, he went to like school, he did all his like schooling for like serving, bartending, uh, sommelier, like he, he, that was his career. Like in mm -hmm. France, it's a career, right? Yeah. Did I say, well? So you, a oh, a career. A career. A career. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it's, so I like, I kind of like put full trust in him. Like at that time, I remember like I had some strong personalities around me, like that being in the restaurant industry and, mm -hmm. you know, I had no experience. I was like zero experience. And then, but I was like, you tell me what to do and I'll just do it, you know, like full yeah. trust kind of thing. And um, and that's where everything started with him, and then they became we became really friends. Like mm -hmm. we just we were then we worked at that French restaurant. Yeah. That was in a restaurant in Gastown in in Vancouver. Some great great stories there. Mm -hmm. What's the name of this restaurant? It was called Social at Le Magasin. Oh, it was open two thousand what seven eight seven I think they opened. It was kind of a high end kind of like mm -hmm. more restaurant. The chef was from like uh, an establishment 
what is he called in Vancouver again? Um, the Vancouver Clubhouse or something? Oh, I, I forgot. Mm. Um, but he's moved out from that establishment. It was kind of like a private member kind of ship, uh, membership kind of like restaurants mm. and like private club. Yeah. Um, and he opened this restaurant in a partnership with someone that was linked to hockey. Oh. So one of the co-owner, I don't know what was the share or was the, the exact like split, but uh, his name is, um, and I just forgot the name again, um, Kirk McLean, sorry. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you probably don't know Kirk McLean. No, I don't. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the best example possible. <laughs> He's, he was a, uh, a, goal, uh, a goalie for uh, the national team. The Canucks? Oh, no, the national And the Canucks, Canada? And the Canucks as well. Okay. And it was like Fabien Barthez was for oh, the I French <laughs> yeah. team. They put things in perspective. Yeah. yeah. Um, 98 goalie. 98, yeah. So actually, it was around that same time, I think, where he was at the peak of his career. 95, mm. he lost the final. He was part of like one of the finals that had the rails, I think. I don't want to say something wrong, but yeah. anyway, he was he was a big like big name. Still, he's to this day. I think he's he's, he's still in the hockey world and like does like I don't know some like commenting or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it was an interesting crowd to work for. Uh, it was it was cool. I got to be with someone that was very famous in a sense, and I had no kind of like. I was like, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. you know one for me. It's not like if I was with Fabian Barthez working yeah. for him, that would have been a little strange until yeah. I, got, I got along with it. But like, he was a hockey and I had no, mm. you know, hockey was not doing it for me at the time, right? So and he was running the restaurant? He was in the background, but he was a partner, I think. Okay, no, uh, sorry, yeah. One of his acquaintances, she was running the restaurant. She was mm -hmm. the uh, wife of Bob McCammon, another they okay. were like a crew of like hockey mm -hmm. guys there. Yeah. Um, Bob McCann was a scout. He actually won the. Uh, do you want a little bit more wine? Sure. Just a teeny bit. Always drink responsibly. Yeah. And with moderation. With moderation. Thank huh? you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, this. Beautiful. Got a bit of a funkiness to it. Mm -hmm. Just a touch of it, which is nice. <laughs> um, yeah, Bob McCammon. Bob McCammon was like a scout for Detroit. Mm -hmm. So he's scouting like, he was a trainer as well in the 60s, 70s or something. He's mm -hmm. a coach for like, I don't remember the, the teams. He was older, he was like probably 70 or 75 when I was there. And uh, his wife was running the restaurant. Oh, and she okay. was quite younger, like probably 50. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of that hockey crowd. And then the chef, I think, was chef partner. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so they, that was the restaurant. It was a nice restaurant. They did a great job. Uh, the chef was very talented. Um, I was learning. I was, it, it, was a, it was nice because I learned with that chef was kind of a little bit more traditional chef. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like tight. I don't think he liked me much because I was new. And mm -hmm. I think he was like, Who's that guy? Like, yeah. what are we doing with this new deal? We don't need this here. <laughs> we, we need the best, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I was working like a oyster bar. So it was more casual. I was downstairs at a oyster bar. And my oysters were myself running the bar, chucking oysters. And sometimes people would come and have like kind of a regular menu. So they had like the upstairs 
front kind of like more fine dining room yeah and then downstairs was like more casual high high top tables and uh yeah it was fun like Kirk McLean I, I got to spend Christmas with him oh nice yeah that's <laughs> uh spent Christmas with him and Bob McCammon and all these guys his wife his kids um mm. they were super nice super nice people like you know I'd just been here for a year and they're like Oh, what are you doing for Christmas? Well, we had nothing to do with my friend Nico, yeah. and then I just, if you want to come, you can come, and that's 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 really the spirit of like Canada there. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like your staff that's like from France that doesn't have much, like they were super welcoming, and then we had a great Christmas at our place. Yeah. So Bob McCammon had the the trophy because he won the Stanley Cup with mm. uh, with uh, Detroit, yeah, and so he had the ring, mm. like the big ring and everything so yeah. I got to wear that so I yeah. got to wear that uh, it was fun yeah we had a, a great night yeah, yeah. I like that nice good memories yeah yeah that must be nice that's how I started the uh, and that's how I started the restaurant industry yeah did you get uh, so you, you talked a little, just a little bit about the about the tips uh, the tipping culture in North America is extremely different uh, and it's funny to talk about it for just a little bit than in, in France or in Europe, even Europe generally speaking. Yeah. Um, it's insane uh, how much, because like the, it, it, it makes up for pretty much uh, the entire or like the majority of, of how servers are making money here yeah. in, in America, I guess. Uh, whether than in a country like our country, like in France, if at the end of <laughs> if the table is going to give you one euro or two euros, it's like yeah, it's, 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 it's nothing. It's, it's, it's like a, a, yeah, you go buy your cigarettes in France with that. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. It's uh, uh, where where do you think does that come from? And and yeah, is it something that surprised you? Well, I mean, you were not in the industry. No, I didn't. I didn't yeah, I was at first. I was like, when I realized how much, um, how much, uh, how much tips we were like servers were making. I was like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like in France, I never thought I will. To be honest, like serving was not even an option. Yeah. Like I've seen my friends work like seasonal. Like my area is very touristy where I'm, where I grew up. And serving like jobs in the summer are like there's so many of them. One of my really good friends, uh, Joy, Joy is Garcia, um, his uh, father-in-law had a restaurant, a uh, super cool little charcuterie place, uh, Tartiflette, and they were so busy in the summer. He worked there like quite often. The pace, like it was like on the outside of it, I was like, this is crazy. I mean, they were still making good money with the tourists because. A lot of people were actually tipping nice, kind of nice for France, but not nothing compared to here. And then it's seasonal, so you get a bit of more money for what you do. But still, like for the pace and then the intensity and then the serving kind of like thing, like in France, it's not like here, like, you know, like the serving kind of thing is totally different. Like the uh, approach with the customer, I think is, yeah. is very different depending on the establishment, of course, like the type of like restaurant you work at. Um, but when I realized what it was here, I was like, wow, like this is crazy. Yeah. And I have to, I'll be honest, I'll be like, oh, I can make a bit of good money and maybe I'll travel with that. Yeah. Um, maybe learn something new. So right away, I was like, from from like a money perspective, I was like, that's, wor- that's mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah. Uh, after that, I got the virus of the restaurant industry, yeah. uh, which is different. Um, but 
yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's in France. It's uh, well, I'll talk for France because I don't know about the Europe kind of thing. But the law change in I'm not quite sure, but it, tipping was a thing before 1984, 1985. In yeah, around that time, and then they changed it that the tips were going to be included in your, uh, in your invoice at the, t at the end, in the bill, in the check. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to, the customer would not have to think about like how much am I tipping at the end. Right. It's included, forget about it. And I think, I don't know if it was mentioned on the bill at first. Uh, I don't know if it is still actually. I've, that's how I've been here for 20 years now. Mm -hmm. um, but service is still included in France. So you get a charge on your check when you go to a restaurant that is included is the law that the service is included so the owner is supposed to redistribute this money to the server i don't remember what's the rate of that tipping included um but that's that's how they change the thing but we used to do the same in france mm -hmm. we used to tip cash at the end the customer used to tip um so that's why we, i was not i was born in 1995 uh, Guess I just gave you my age. <laughs> uh, I was born in, in 80, 1985 oh, when yeah. that happened. So yeah. I never lived through the before time of yeah. like tipping. For example, my uncle that, uh, that goes to restaurant for a long time, obviously, he, to that's, he told me that and they used to tip and he, he, he still goes to like some nice restaurant and then you still tip mm. a little bit more in nice restaurant. If you go to a, a Michelin star restaurant, you will Technically, will give like more. Yeah. Uh, nothing still compared to here. Yeah. But the people that knew, like, it's, it's still like in their memories of like tipping at the end. Yeah. Where here is like, yeah, it's all the customer like has mm. to tip at the end. But the service is different. In France, most of the establishment, you the following, the follow up with customers and everything is different. You, the tending to the table, yeah. is not as much as here. Yeah, I would say, like here, it's there's more tending, there's more like emphasize on that like side of it, um, mm -hmm. on the relationship you have with your customer, as opposed as in France, most of the establishment, unless you start to go to a nicer you know, like place where it's a little bit more fine dining, let's call it like this in English, yeah, um, where there is more attention to the table. Uh, most of the establishment that like you cannot on your own, right? And then there's n the relationship with your server is, I would say here is like you become friend with your like with your server, uh, where in France like you don't really talk to your server in France. Yeah. You go with you you <laughs> go with you <laughs> with the people your friends or your family, and then you engage with them. You're yeah. here to engage with them, not with your server. Mm -hmm. Where here, it's a little different culturally speaking. Where people like to engage with their servers, they like to know more about them, where mm -hmm. they're from. Or, which I get, like, you know, they get more information about the place or they can, it's more entertaining about like, where is this place coming from? Or like, where are you from, what do you do? So it's a different culture around it, right? In yeah. France, you just drop the water, you drop your meal and you never come back. Yeah. Here's your bill, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, it's probably linked a little bit with that aspect that there's, uh, with the tipping aspect, it probably has a role into, into this, uh, to this different relationship that servers here have with the table and in France. I, w I would assume like there's a little bit of, of link to that, probably. Yeah, 
I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but, but it, like it makes sense. I mean, like, you, yeah, like the server is working for his yeah. tip, right? <clears throat> yeah, clearly. Yeah, it is. I mean, and which is good. I, I mean, mean this, this, this is my just own interpretation yeah, again. Sure. You know, like maybe someone will tell you differently. I mm -hmm. don't know uh, about like the, uh, the the serving table. Mm -hmm. This is just me and my experience. And yeah, uh, but um, yeah, you're working for your tip at the end. Mm -hmm. But you as well want to be genuine about like if we take it back to here like i think my servers are pretty genuine like genuine genuine um when it comes down to like what they do for the table you know like they they really like the place which is great you know like i have a great staff here it's amazing um they do such a great job they they like what we're doing so they, therefore you're more engaged into like what you're doing instead of working for somewhere where, you know, if you work for a place that's not so exciting about the kitchen and everything, and it's just like, you, yeah, even the customers are like, whatever, like, you know, there is no so excitement about like what you're getting. Yeah. Um, so it depends as well, like where you are, what kind of like restaurant you work at. Um, but yeah, you're working for your tip at the end of the day. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Which which makes sense. You'll you you'll do more effort. Or not nobody's working for free. Like you you yeah. work for your money. Yeah. This is literally why we yeah. work. And that's your money at yeah. the end of the day. So there's the greatest debate of yeah. the, the kitchen coming into place. You know. Right. Yeah. Like, cause the that's like the kitchen. Takes but even tipping is is a sensitive topping. Here. Here. But the thing like, is, like, this is the greatest debate. I've listened to podcasts yeah. about it. I've listened. I've yeah. read articles. I've had debate with my friends, uh, with my closest people that disagree, agree. Mm. It's a very sensitive yeah. topic. Um, Quebec made it like your tips are recorded. It's all in. You know, here it's still cash money, right? Mm, yeah. Wait, but supposed to record it. Yeah. I guess that there's a. I feel like me with my experience of just like navigating as a client and sorts of different in place what I could see is that like it's kind of like getting out of hand I like I, I feel that I'm more and more presented machines where before it was like the first one was like 10% 15% now sometimes it's like 20 25% the first oh yeah um, and and also in which services are you tipping because if there's a service, you're at the table, somebody can't come and like serve you, you tip, okay. But then where's the, the limit? Because then I go, I order takeout, I come to you, grab it and leave to my home. Do I tip you? Do I not tip you? How much do I tip I you? Yeah. If I, 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 and other types of, of services, and like I, I've been in the service industry as well and so in different types of services and so where do you have this where you don't have that i've never had i've never touched a tip in my entire life but i've been in service industry so like um where you know where the thing is like where it goes the the limit out of all that and and how you because now there's also by example starbucks uh, starbucks just recently put tips on on the things i have absolutely nothing uh, against tipping yeah. servers and things like that. But when you take a company like Starbucks, 
do not tell me because where does that come from? It comes from the fact that maybe the place doesn't make enough money to pay well enough the people, so the customer helps a little bit. Like that's the the, the starting point of of tipping. But do not tell me <laughs> that a company like Starbucks, like can't pay more the the the. The, the people so that you know like at some point like it's a little and it's what it's like interesting because the, the, yeah. the customer I that needs to catch up for so when it's a local business great like take take all my money but when it's starbucks that just like like pay your your it's a, i don't yeah. know how many billion dollar company it is like pay the people so that the client doesn't have that I don't know. It's it's a yeah. It's a. I don't want to. Uh, at the end of the day, like I don't care. Like I have no problem with it. It's just like when it's big companies like that. I I. It kind of like pisses me off a little bit, but it's questionable. It, it is what it is. I don't know. Uh, it's an interesting. Uh, like I say, there you go. I told you. It's, tips is is a very sensitive. Yeah. Uh, uh, sensitive subject. Um, <clears throat> For Starbucks, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I haven't looked at their books, you know, <laughs> and I don't like to talk about things that I don't know. No, for sure. Uh, but, for, but but my two cents. I'm always uh, like to balance things. You're right, but maybe Starbucks is not doing so good. What about it? I don't believe it, but yeah, maybe. Well, I know they're closing some stores. I've mm. seen stores closing. Yeah. So, for a company like Starbucks, it's always worrying to see stores like shutting down. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure Starbucks is doing fairly well. <laughs> yeah. but I'm not you know, worried for if Starbucks. There, yeah. If there is the, the big guys of the company got into an office and were like, we can make some savings here. Mm. Well, maybe let's do it. What, what's, yeah. what's, what's holding us? Or maybe, I don't know, the employees were like, why you don't let us like have the tipping options at the counter? We will make more money you don't have to yeah. it's it's why don't you let us have that mm -hmm. option and and tipping in and then we're gonna take it back like tipping coffees was not a thing like when i came here 20 years ago almost 20 years uh you wouldn't you were not tipping coffees yeah. starbucks was there uh you go to an independent coffee you're not tipping you leave maybe like you have that little like jar on the side, but that was not like today where you actually presented the f that, that screen with the f 10, 15, 20% kind of like uh, tip, um, which I'm, you know, it's, it, you tip on, on less amounts at the end of the day. It's like a $15 or $10. I don't know what, yeah. if you have your muffin, I don't know, whatever you, you get. Yeah. Um, but if you tip 20%, for example, then uh, kind of like for the serving industry, you kind of the valorization of the 20% tip from a server that's standing for you for like a full two hours, having some knowledge about wine, talking about things, talking about the kitchen, talking about like the food, the origin of this, of that. Being tipped 20%, maybe if someone is generous for let's say like that's their rule, I tip 20% when I'm happy or 15% even like when I'm happy. I get it, you know, it's a greater amount though, because you're in a restaurant. Uh, but when you go to a cafe and you, you order at the counter and then, and then you sometimes have to go pick it up yourself, like where is the service there? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a big question mark of like, 
when was the service and I don't get why I have to take 10%, which yeah. I can get. Yeah. Or you have the other perspective where you're like, well, I'm happy to give you like two bucks, three bucks for like a tips, like whatever, like, you know, like it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. If I come here, I can give you three bucks and I'm happy to give you three more bucks yeah. because you're working like at a count stop and you're supposed to be a student that's going to pay for like, I know you can take it to the next step. You're going to be a student that's going to pay for you like, your studies and you're gonna be you're gonna do great things you're gonna be become a professor and make some mm -hmm. great discovery and then i was you know you you can take that to the bigger scale uh but it, yeah. it's yeah it's very i don't know it's it's an, a debate that never ends like yeah. i say the um it ends if you hands it mm. what friends did they yeah, included yeah. in the tips you know the tips in service it's not tips mm -hmm. it's called service included mm. You don't have to worry about it. It's on right. you. It's on your check at the end. Right. Don't worry about it. We take yeah. care of that. We charge you for this already. It's like the auto gratuity that you get here. Yeah. Over like people, you know, like uh, some people do like over six people, automatic gratuity, eighteen percent, twenty percent. Now mm -hmm. it's twenty, and sometimes it's twenty-two even. Um, same thing. You don't worry about it. Just it's included in your bill, yeah. and then we'll we'll redistribute the whole thing uh, to our servers. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the I mean, to me, there's there's two things. I think um, we need to because this kind of thing like kind of go everywhere. I think we need to reconnect with with why, because I have no problem tipping anything. I just yeah. want to know why are, am I paying you? So like instead of like now everywhere and everywhere it's like 20 22 25 percent let's throw money yeah. everywhere. Like why am I tipping? Okay, it's a business that we don't make enough. It starts from this. We don't make enough, yeah. so the people help, and so the servers can make enough money. Great. Oh, okay. there's like yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, great, great idea. Like no, no, everybody participate in no, that. You're and that right. Works. No, no. There is an origin to tipping. Okay, so what? So there is a service part of it, and yeah. it goes back in history, like mm -hmm. old history of like. I give you a service, mm -hmm. like I attend to you in a way that, it's a serving kind of way. Mm -hmm. then therefore I'll give you a little something in return. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly. There's, I think I've seen a documentary again yeah. about tipping and where it goes back like mm -hmm. in, in, in like 200 years ago or something like this yeah. where it really originates. So there is that service component of it that, you know, you, you, it's a serving kind of thing, which, you know, when you give a service, with you, now it's like determinate like what is your service, you know? What yeah. kind of service? Because it can be a career, it cannot be, um, can be like, you know, a come, I don't know. It can be anything, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not I like, yeah, some, yeah. you know, so you, 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 you give a little something in recognition of like, yeah. like your service that you're giving to me. Um, that, I think that's the history of it. Mm. Uh, but like, d where we are, where we are, it just like today, just, yeah. yeah, now it's just, it's, out of proportion, but economically talking, I've seen like 17 years of tipping now, before 2008, before the crisis, um, you, people were like tipping like crazy. Mm. Like at the restaurant I, I worked at, people will tip 100%, mm. 100%. They'll yeah. come, they had a bill of like 200 bucks, they'll give you 200 bucks. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. What is that? What's going on here? Like money was not an issue, you know? It's of course we are like a higher end kind of establishment, mm. 
so people had money and they were at this point they're just being generous right mm. it's not it has nothing and they were like just nice people it's, it's not like you've done something like yeah uh, it like was them. crazy you know mm-hmm. like they maybe just, that's why we had a crash go. after <laughs> yeah it's probably why we had a crash no it was like the no, but yeah it was the the yeah the crisis uh for yeah. the the housing crisis but and then after that the like, things changed dramatically obviously like yeah people were like broke seriously broken yeah. and the one that had more money just you know less 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 kind of like scaled back you know mm. just get it back yeah. and then it took that all time i think um the next 10 years to kind of they got back to that level of like 20 percent mm. 25 you know and yeah. then more places started to like have tip options yeah. so i wonder if we're not in a cycle again but now we are again at the pinnacle we're, we're reaching where people are starting to be like what the hell and then we as well in an economical like mm. place where it's like recession is not everything everybody's struggling right so you're like okay that's probably gonna be you know it's not a matter for people until it becomes a matter right yeah because when you have money i feel like people are like whatever it's in the thing 15 20 whatever but when you get tighter well it makes sense you, you're gonna watch what you're spending 100 yeah. to the way you're not gonna go to a place you know like and i'm not talking about restaurant like you know it can be anything else where you go sometime like two three times a month now you're gonna go one one time a month and then you used to tip 20 percent, let's say and now you're gonna tip 18 percent you know yeah. like you know it's so it, yeah. it's linked to like the actual like for sure what's going on and right now you're right like i think it's everywhere like you know when you come here like for example there's four percent like that goes back to the kitchen of mm-hmm. whatever is tipped mm-hmm. so whatever you tip your servers and take right everything home right mm-hmm. the hosting position gets the bartender gets the kitchen gets and then the rest is for the server right yeah so there is because they're giving you the service i mean they, they they're working the service what we call a service mm-hmm. right the kitchen is so they deserve their tips as well they, they're the one providing the food at the end of the day, and that's what you're here for, right? Yeah. Um, so they deserve a cut of these tips. So it's the same thing. You were, you were asking, like, do we tip like, uh, do you tip when you do a takeout? Mm. Well, you make a decision. We have to adapt here because most of people don't really tip, and I get it, or I don't, but I get it that you don't tip on a takeout. Like, what's the service? You just came here and you pick up your stuff. Like, you even had to, if I take it, like, you even had to move down here mm. to get you a thing. Um, well, I guess everybody tip even on takeout now, because, like, I, I'm always... Well, some people don't. Really? Some, or, like, leave one box or something, like, you mm. know, like, kind of, like, why not? Uh, yeah. Some are more generous than others, and mm. to be honest. But then, if the servers is, like, accounting for all these takeouts, then if he has to give 4% of like no tipping, now he's, he's taking money out of his pocket to give to the kitchen or to yeah. give to the bartender. Or to, but there were no service, so we are just, you know, we are just yeah. to say like, hey, sorry, like, if you had like 200 or I don't know, 500 of like takeout, like you can't, you can't give like the money that you didn't make on tips to the kitchen, right? For sure, yeah. So yeah, it's, but that's, I think that's us as restauranter to like, kind of like see what's what's going on um, and control that and yeah but again very sensitive topic yeah 
Yeah, it is. There's one last thing, and then we wrap this. this uh, yeah. There's, there's just one thing that I don't like. Is because I think we could do a, a full. Oh yeah. Conversation about it. Is is when I'm I'm when they use when it's this technique is being used to try to like force on you a certain amount. Like, again, I always tip uh, properly everything. Like I'm not. I don't want to sound like uh, someone that doesn't tip uh, i do tip and have nothing against that except when it's like massive massive companies that, that are doing this but anyway that's personal opinion the only thing is like when i do something or i go do a takeout because i tip takeout as well and when i'm presented a machine where like the minimum is like 22 percent or 25 percent like i hate uh that the the establishment is, is trying like to force a certain amount I like to see, I want to see 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and or even, or whatever. Even, or even not even the... Or, the, or even nothing. Like, let just say like amount of dollar. And exactly. Yeah. Now, like, if you come to me with a machine with 25, like, I won't push on it. I'll take and I'll put my thing or I even, or I'll even like, because it's... it's. Can, uh, I, can I take the machine and just give it to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, it, and I understand. And again, I don't want to sound like tipping is great. I tip all the time. There's no problem with this. It's just like... It's just it. It's you know. It needs to be. Everyone needs to think about everyone too. And this is getting now. Where it's like twenty five percent on everything, everywhere, whatever service you do. Like, let's just like you know, keep calm, keep calm, and keep going. And and, and you know, because the, the, there's this whole like morality around it. Like you know, like here twenty five percent, and like really. Uh, so and if you, you don't do this, like who who are you? Like no, like calm down. Like what? First, like explain me. Uh, why I need to do this? Okay, okay. And I know, so now a, I'll be the judge of what you. I want to yeah. do with my money and something that is given on the top. Like it just needs to take a step back and just breathe into this thing and don't fall into the trap of like, not necessarily the shame of the morality of I have to quickly push on whatever they present to me. Oh, I, I and know. Just like, my, you know, my, do what you can. My, and my wife is the perfect example. She's like, she hates sleeping. She panics all the time. And I get yeah. it. It's panicking. Like, you like you pressure into this, you know, and like the servers who are looking at you, you're like, should I tip, should I not tip? What should yeah. I do? Like 25 percent, like, and you know, and then yeah. like you say, the guilt, the moral, the, like yeah. you're like, oh, I'm a bad, like, you know, you leave, it, it might not stay with you for so long, but at that moment, it's not a nice feeling, and I, I totally agree with you. It's like, yeah. you, 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 I just bought something, you know, like mm. when you go do your groceries, you don't have to feel bad because. You didn't tip your cashier, for example. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the. So I, I, I agree that that we, it should be taken seriously by the restaurant industry or like whichever establishment like charge it like mm. tips at the end of the day, right? Yeah. If you can charge properly at the end, because yeah, you know, at the end of that, like you say, why don't you charge like? That's our prices, and then, but that that's that's where we don't want to keep going because. It's a sensitive and a long topic. We can do like a full episode of it. Yeah. Um, and there's no right and wrong, Because right? there's so many people that write everything. Yeah. Like, you cut off the tips, mm. totally. Like, I'm talking North American establishment. Mm. Like, the guy was like, I'm not doing anymore. I'm including my tips. I'm doing this. And so many people tried a lot of things. Mm. And I think a lot of it has not... Like, it's still... The tipping culture is still there. Yeah. Despite so many people trying different things. I remember in Vancouver, like... You know, and it never took off, right? And then you have this article that pops up from like tipping, boom, question mark, and then you have an establishment that does that. So it's 
there's a responsibility, I think, of the restaurant industry and the people that actually, for the restaurant industry, I'm not, I don't know for the rest, but like, you know, there is, if they were actually to do something right and make, you know, I mean, it starts from us to not actually make you feel that way, I think. Yeah. To me, that's really the only thing, like this, like morality around, because tipping, there's no nothing wrong with tipping, it's just like the, the, the social aspect of it and then not forcing it. Like it's just that that I don't like when, when it's being forced and there's a, a moral, social aspect around it that yeah. makes you uncomfortable or whatever. Otherwise, like, you don't have any problem with, with tipping. I just don't like anyone force anything on me, but that's me. <laughs> uh, oh, interesting. Meant to, meant to be... Uh, <laughs> and to be free completely. <laughs> um, so, um, how was? Okay, so we wrap up about the tips. Yeah, let's wrap okay. up about the tips We're again good. on the record. Like, we don't have any problem <laughs> with tips. It's just oh, I definitely don't have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's no, because I know I sounded. Maybe I'm sounding a little like uh, no, bitter, or it, it's just like also, no, no, it's, just it's for a me, very like, interesting perspective, speaking, uh, perspective yeah. from from your hand. Because, you know, like, and like, again, I, I've, I've had this conversation and with friends, and family, mm -hmm. and everything. And yeah. yeah, it is. It's it is sensitive. It, yeah, it's, it, it is. Uh, yeah, I'm going yeah, yeah, to repeat bring myself it again. It's very sensitive. But it's important it's to talk about. Yeah, I think so. And it, it, anim it animates all the parameters of like emotional like parameters, I think, in people. Yeah. And then like, it brings emotionally, like, yeah. and, and it's very interesting. I'm sure you, like, you could do a social study about it, you know, oh, like yeah. you could do a full-on social study about like how it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a very interesting topic. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Um, let's wrap this subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what I was going to ask is how do you, <laughs> how do you find the difference uh, of lifestyle from Vancouver to Vernon here? Well, it's different, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. first thing that comes to mind uh, a very, very common word, uh, different. It's different. Um, it's interesting because I, I, I get that question a lot mm. here at the restaurant. Yeah. I get that a lot. Like, and, and it's almost like, and a lot of people, uh, it's like, it's almost like the people want to, is that why you, like, it's a natural question, you know, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But do you want me to tell you that it is good here or it is bad? You know, there is always something like anticipated mm -hmm. by you, the person that's like right. uh, at the front of you. Yeah. You never know where that question coming from, is coming from. Yeah. yeah, but it's a natural question and people ask you like, how do you, mm. how do you compare? And it's actually, I don't think it's comparable in a sense. Mm. Uh, it's very different. Um, and, and not different. Okay. Very different and not different. It's very connected. I mm. think it's very extremely connected. Lots of people travel a lot back and forth, mm. go to Vancouver. There is definitely, when I first came here, that like small town kind of complex mm. or feeling, you know, like when mm. you're a small town, you feel like Vancouver is the big town. Mm. I don't see Vancouver as a big town. Mm. I lived there for 17 years. Vancouver is like many pockets of small neighborhoods and you never feel like you're in a massive town that's like multi-million people. Yeah. I've never felt that way myself. It's very open, very spread out, except the downtown. But downtown doesn't have many people. It's very densified. 
but it's not like, a, I think it's 500,000 people, which is pretty fairly big, but like, you don't feel like it's huge. I yeah. live most of my time outside of downtown. Mm. So anyway, Vancouver is very spread out. Yeah. And, and I lived in one of the neighborhoods for 10 years, and it feels like I'm almost living in that neighborhood, but like in Vernon. Yeah. which is even bigger actually than that single neighborhood where I lived in Vancouver. Yeah. So that's how I feel about like mm. uh, Vernon itself, city kind of like too smaller town. But so I love I love Vernon. It's vibrant. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Is yeah, there's a lot going on. I was gonna say then, uh, what then to to turn this question a little bit. What do you miss? The most about Vancouver now that that you're here. Uh, I say that it's funny because I feel like I'm repeating myself. Here. <laughs> That's good. Uh, not not to you, but like to myself. Oh, okay. Like I, I get that question, like what do you mm. miss the most as well, which I love this question because it's it just takes me back and like make me think of like what you really miss. And and, and actually, there's only one thing that comes to mind uh, beside my my core friends uh, is to go to the North Shore for a run. So mm. I don't know if you, do you, are you familiar with Vancouver? They're, they're on around like Stan, uh, uh, St no, what, what's the island, Stanley something? So there's Stanley Park, that's yes, like Stanley the, the Park. biggest park of like Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, but there's the North Shore, which is like separated from like the actual like uh, lower mainland. Mm. So it's called the lower mainland. Uh, and then there's the North Shore mountains. Mm. So there is an inlet, like a, a, a water kind of system that comes from the coast that separates that lower mainland and then from the mountains uh, across. It's just a bridge across. Yeah. Um, and so you have these mountains, which is the backdrop of Vancouver, which I love. I love this. That's, uh, that's what I miss. Vancouver is unique in the sense that it's like you have the ocean, and then which is very protected from the Vancouver Island. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have this massive mountains shooting out of like the, the ocean right there in the city mm. and it's, it doesn't get more spectacular than this i mean yeah. for me it's just it's unique there's some cities like this around the world i've heard like in new zealand there's some kind of similar cities mm. um norway as well but not as like big of cities you know like yeah. as vancouver maybe anyway it's pretty unique and so you've got these mountains that are like about 1600 meters like high uh that just shoots up at the back and you're like you're looking at this from everywhere from the city and yeah. that's unique and those mountains are like it's a it's um what do you call that again uh rain oh i lost the whatever the name it is it's a, it's a rain country like it's a rain uh dense rain oh i i forgot what do you say in english it rains a lot, as we all know. In Vancouver, it's right in front of the ocean. It gets all these systems. It just takes it right away. Yeah. Um, and so the, the forest is super dense and lush, and like the trees grow like super high, uh, big trees, and it's unique. That forest, and so mm -hmm. you have that forest in North Shore. It's just so, like you go in it, you go even for a walk. I just lo love running. Yeah. We can get into sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you go in that forest and it's like the oxygen is so pure because of the trees. Mm. It's just like you can go for a 10 minute walk, you come back, you like, you, you, you regenerate your whole, whole yeah. self. And that is something that I really miss here because we don't have that. We're in a drier climate. We're more like mm. 
the end tail of like a, a desert and it, it does feel like you know it's not you don't get that it doesn't rain here mm. yeah, the precipitation is very low mm. um, and you don't get that lush forest very humid very like Fresh. rivers everything is running the streams are running mm. all across and you have that that it's steaming like like mm -hmm. like just like pure water oxygen that the trees are giving you back is just it's unbelievable it's unique right mm -hmm. and you have that all on the coast at the bottom there it's it's just unique and the vancouver island is the same like uh, it's pretty unique that i miss because i will go in the morning just i will go there just in the morning just it was 10 minutes from my place right there go for a run and come back and i'm like i'm done for the day i can i can mm -hmm. tackle anything after that mm -hmm. and that is something that i miss yeah yeah for sure mm -hmm. even yes. though i run here is they you don't have that um, that's the really only thing with my friends. Mm. Uh, my friends are like, yeah, core, core friends are like, we're like pretty much really mm. close, all French people. Yeah. Few, few Canadians, <laughs> few Canadians, but French are walking attract, in a French, uh, uh, yeah. Walking in a French restaurant didn't, didn't really help. Like, even though the, my partners were like Canadians, yeah. we like a lot of French people, but yeah. So that, those are the things that, that, that I miss the most mm. from, from Vancouver. But I love Vernon, like, yeah. and I often say like I've I haven't had the time to really explore. Yeah, because there, there's there's definitely some like the Cult Park. The, um, I mean, there's definitely some some pretty cool place to to run and hike. Oh and explore yeah, here for sure in the Okanagan. But yeah, there's you have you don't have like this this. I I see what you mean with the the fresh uh, humidity uh, it's it's, it's crazy like um, i've learned to embrace rain i will go to like torrential rain like mm. run in the north shore and you're like you just embrace the whole thing and you're yeah. like i'm running under like running under like torrential rain but it's just there's something about it that's like yeah it's, it's magical yeah. like that forest is magical just just walking around like it's like moss everywhere yeah. it's like you know they do lots of movies over there just oh, because really? it's, it's so yeah. unique yeah. is it because the, there's a park i just i don't remember the, the name um, let me, i'm gonna think so it's way before um and it's a famous forest it's a national park as well and there's a big trees and like it's super wait i'm just gonna find it in canada yeah and it's near um it's near vancouver we went there uh i'm, I'm gonna find it I think near Abbotsford is it or before oh, Abbotsford? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's. Um, um, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it near Kent. I think it's near Chilliwack, somewhere around that. Right. There's no way I don't find it now. Right. <laughs> well, there is the biggest trees are actually on the island. I think the oldest trees. They're yeah. on Vancouver Island near uh, Tofino. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the oldest tree around the coast out there like the i don't know if it's biggest or oldest actually probably bust but it's un unbelievable that they are still standing uh you can walk around and they're just massive like it's unbelievable they're not the biggest tree like uh on earth like the like in the u.s they have like bigger trees mm -hmm. but they're like it's so big like in vancouver there's actually a run in the north shore that mm -hmm. have like a a tree because you have to think that the North Shore was all the trees, it's all treed out, right? It's there's trees everywhere. You below the tree, uh, a tree line, like 
yeah, under 1600 meters. So it's it's treed out all the way to the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. but, um, but it was all locked down. So it's like second generation. I don't even know if it's... I think they only cut it once, so I don't, I don't think it's third generation. Mm -hmm. But the whole notion that now you see has like trees everywhere yeah. has been logged. Oh, wow. Like it was just all cut. Mm -hmm. Massive logging kind of like thing. Just crazy to think yeah. that it was all cut. And they cut some of the biggest tree ever. Wow. Like trees that are like 10 meters diameter. Like they are massive trees. And I have, there's a run that's like about 6K that takes you to the oldest tree. Uh, I think the oldest tree over there mm -hmm. is 600 years old. Wow. So again, it's not the oldest tree. I think there's some trees that are like 3,000 or 3,200, like yeah. in the uh, Sierra Nevadas, I think is the oldest tree or something. It's like, it's a small tree actually. Oh, really? It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's not that big. It's yeah. like high up in a mountain. I think it's been dated from like, Oh, wow. 3,000 something I don't know like, I just don't remember but 600 like when you stand beside it and the tree is still alive but it's been broken so like it's not all the way to the top like it's not like a, I don't know 30 meters mm. or, or like 40 meters like high it, it's it's broken but it's the, the, the trunk the, the, you, you go around it takes like about like I don't know like 15 seconds to go around yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> it's, crazy. it's insane it's yeah. insane yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool <laughs> Yeah, the the park I was looking for is Golden Ears. Yeah, Golden, Golden Ears. Museum. Yeah, yeah, I'm, super uh, nice. I've been, yeah, I've I've actually had a couple of runs there. Yeah, nice. some running clinics. Yeah. Uh, Golden Ears, beautiful. Yeah, the yeah. mountain. That's I've never climbed it actually, but yeah, yeah. Um, there's two because this make, makes me think about two things: uh, running and uh, wood. Uh, <laughs> so the first, the first question was, how much wood do you actually need here and do you actually like uh get uh to uh, run your your uh not so much not so much yeah not okay. so much um it burns it. slowly oh, yeah. so we use dense wood like mm -hmm. so we don't use fir all yeah. the, the the trees that we were talking about them most likely fir trees yeah um we use dense wood like apple wood is one of the best that you can get locally with all the uh, orchards mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of birch as well um, birch apple are the, the one that I've been finding here I don't know it's not that easy to find wood but it goes it burns slowly it's dense wood so it, it burns slowly but high so it doesn't go in, in ashes in like two seconds and you gotta imagine that we were saying like it's 950 Fahrenheit, sometimes 1,000 Fahrenheit in there. That means if you put like a, a log of fur at 1,000 Fahrenheit, it's so light that it just, within like, I don't know, we should make a test, like maybe mm -hmm. in a minute, it just, it's gone. Yeah. Like it just burns a 1,000 degree, like it's so light. So hardwood, uh, we do about, I would say like, uh, a, we've been doing an average like a cord uh, every two months. Okay. That speaks to you, a cord. No, well, it's uh, about, uh, I think in Fizz, it's four by four by 16 or something like yeah. this. Like, I know in Ster, the Ster. I don't remember the Ster, Ster yeah. No. <laughs> Ster. Anyway, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a pretty big pile. It's one yeah. cord. It's a, yeah, it's, it's not much for two months for like, we open 20 days a month. So yeah. like, it's, it's pretty efficient, let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. We don't lose so much heat because the, I guess we don't see the, uh, the chimney, but the chimney that you see at the top of the oven, mm -hmm. 
the hole is not at the top. Mm. The heat comes back at the front of the oven and goes back into an angle. Oh, I see. So the heat stays in, in, in the actual mm -hmm. oven and doesn't, doesn't escape that, that easily. Uh, if we had a hole in the middle, it's just shooting like the whole right. heat that you, you created in this. Mm. So you lose the energy. Um, but so it's very efficient in that way. Mm. It just takes a long time, yeah. yeah. Cool. So. And um, the running? Yeah, to <laughs> <laughs> getting on this. I know you did, um, you have like a friend that organizes like a, a race for something, yeah. you know, like every every year. Like yeah. Talk to me about that that project because I don't remember the, the whole thing. It's a friend that you, uh, you, you got to actually do like a, oh, yeah. an interview okay. about. Uh, okay. He's fully on actually, I asked him. I'm telling you that right now. He's what, sorry? He's, he's on for the oh, interview. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I talked to him. Uh, <laughs> right. I saw him the other day. He was like, yeah, I'll do cool. it. Uh, okay, so maybe, yeah, so maybe if I'm going to do something with him, maybe we don't go too too much on his yeah. own project. Yeah. But uh, how did you start? So let's get a little bit on, on how do you, because um, you run because you like it, because it brings you something, it, it separates you, it kind of yeah. gets you a little bit uh, outside. What do you like about, about running? It's funny, I ask my question maybe every time I go for a run. Like there's one mm -hmm. time in a run, like, like it's always maybe, not always, but often when I'm like pushing or something, mm -hmm. and I'm like, Why do I what do you really <laughs> like about this? <laughs> 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 yeah. What do you enjoy about it? Um, and there's multiple answers to it. And mm -hmm. depends, depending on like where I'm at in my life as well, I think there is like multiple answers. Um, if I correlate that to like the moment where I was opening the restaurant, if I will, like this probably 10 days why, or like two weeks prior opening the restaurant, that uh, it was not possible to run. But I think in the last moments, I, I will go for a run and I will scream out and like do some crazy stuff on my run. Mm. I was so stressed, I was so, and it was a way of coping and being by myself out in the nature. I pretty much, uh, sorry, how do you say that? I mainly run on the on the trails, mm -hmm. so I never really run on the pavement or anything. I always go to the park here on Cal Park, um, and it's just a way to like cope with the stress and just like break, like leave it behind, and and just try to like forget and give myself my mind a, a break. Um, and then there is moment where I go and I'm, like I don't have to go for any reasons. But then I catch myself, I'm like, why, why did you go then? Why, why are you running? And it's because maybe the challenge, I like pushing, I like, you know, the challenge like of like going up faster for, I don't, I don't know, going down faster or, or do that run. Or I like to just be in the park and be in the nature mm -hmm. and like enjoy that. It's, yeah, it's, it, it really depends on like, and in Vancouver, when I was to be in that enchanted forest, mm -hmm. I was like, regenerating myself and yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it was a huge part so there is there is a definitely a way of like copying there and there is a way of challenge but the other day i was like i was pushing as much as i could and i'm like you know what why are you pushing it's hard it's like you know like i'm suffering like hell mm -hmm. and i'm by myself in the middle of nowhere and you're like you look at yourself from the outside and you're like it's kind of stupid you know, like, why, why, am I, why am I pushing? Is, it, is there something more in, into me that's like, I'm trying to deal with or like, 
why do I put my body through this like extreme like it's not like I'm an athlete it's not like I'm like training for like being the best I'll never be the best but then that push the questions of like why am I doing it why am I pushing myself so much right now at that time at that moment mm. there's no reason I'm not training for anything I'm not training for a race I'm not training I'm just running I'm just going to the park so it's like it's a very interesting kind of relationship that, that I have with running at first I did it because I love it I love trail running I wanted to trail run I want still want to do like some long distance mm -hmm. uh, like 100 160k 100 miles those are like some very long distance but I don't know if I have the time for it now. It's mm. a bit of a commitment, but uh, yeah. So there's there's multiple, multiple like things about it. Yeah, which is part of my life. I've I've now run, I think, just on a regular basis for, I mean, since I was a kid, I I've played sport, like rugby, and and mm. and like soccer. But the running was like the consequences of the game. Yeah, it was not the actual like running motion yeah. or going for like a distance or whatever but i started running in vancouver like in 2000 maybe yeah seven i did a sun run was mm. one of my first actual like race you know mm -hmm. like signing up for a race i always i always loved it i always like even when i was like doing soccer and everything i, I will go for a run like training run that's something that appealed yeah. to me not that good <laughs> you know i mean like yeah uh, just like the, the i just like the yeah yeah. It's very, it's it, it's nice. And, all, and when I discovered the trail running in 2014, I think, it was a revelation. I was mm -hmm. like, wanted to go trail run. I wanted to go, and not just trail run, I wanted to like run to the peaks, you know, all the hikes that you can think about. Yeah. I just want to run them to this yeah. day. It gets yeah. me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> some, some people will recognize themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to hike this. I don't like hiking. Yeah, yeah. I don't like walking. Yeah. Um, well, it's not that I don't like it, but I don't enjoy it so mm -hmm. much. That's yeah. pretty. Dark. I like the physical aspect of something, even though it's kind of physical, like hiking. But I feel like that, and that's where the pushing kind of thing links. And I was like, why mm -hmm. do I want to run and push it? That it challenges myself even more and try to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. But that's where everything like really started to like I love trail running like going up like you know thinking like I've done some super cool stuff I'm not crazy like you know runners again like yeah. but I've done some amazing runs that are like amazing hikes in our on Crest Trail to like just say one I've done it twice like in a running style kind of motion it's a hike technically but lots of people run it and yeah it's just thinking that you can do it at this distance and running it within like seven hours instead of taking maybe an overnight to do it. Mm. For me, it was so happening at the time. I was like, oh my God, I can train to be like, I can run this in mm. like seven, eight hours, whatever, but I do it in a day instead of having a big uh, pack and then like going for like, you know, which tied to what the trail running kind of became mm. at the time. It was starting to be popular and like people started to do that as well. It was, I think, uh, yeah. And, and I don't know, it, was, it got so happening to me being at the top of the mountain with a light pack and mm -hmm. just a running vest and just just keep on going, you know, going yeah. up and down and like, yeah, it's just, there's nothing better than that for me. Yeah. It's, a, <clears throat> it's a freedom. Well, it's I probably speak too much, nature, sorry, I get into it. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the nature aspect of it, right? Like oh, yeah. Part, yeah. Oh, the fact of climbing a mountain and like, in a running fashion, mm. getting to the top, I mean, it's, we've done that for like centuries. It's mm. like, we want to get to that 
<laughs> you know, it's not not everybody likes it or wants yeah. to do it. It's not like everybody is drawn to it. But when you look at the mountain, I'm a mountain person. Mm. I think I qualify myself as a mountain person. I I don't I don't go to the ocean, for example. I'm not drowned by like going yeah. at sea and I don't mm. know, be on the boat is not so my thing. I like mountains, so yeah, I'm like, oh, I, I want to do that peak. I wanna mm. I wanna run that peak. I wanna yeah, I wanna back that peak. You know, that yeah. kind of thing is. To this day, like I still have some projects that I love to do, and just yeah, it's you know nature you are nobody, nobody's out there, mm. which is a nice break from this and industry. We are always sure. engaged, always engaging, yeah. always right. social. Even if it's a natural thing, mm -hmm. you're constantly motivated by this like social uh, part of it. Mm -hmm. So for me, is a coping mechanism or like a way of enjoying something. Yeah. You need, break, you need a break. break away you need break. from like everybody like hikes and everything. Yeah, just it's totally it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's funny you said mountain of ocean. Like I, I, I remember like hearing that like people are either ocean people or mountain people. Uh, it's an interesting thing about. It. I guess like yeah, I would probably be a mountain, uh, mountain? person too. Nothing wrong. Uh, <laughs> some ocean here and there. That being said, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, and like the whole because uh, you opened here, like you you built this place uh, through the end of COVID, right? Yeah, it was. I'd say it was no. over. It was COVID. COVID was over. Okay. I mean, it's still not over, but uh, like the the, the yeah. affecting part of it, mm. the really like. Yeah, you know, for the the regular like for businesses yeah. and like like regular daily basis basic mm. life like it was it was kind of at the intel i think yeah we had no more restriction i i was working at the winery here on call 50th power and at that time that summer we didn't have any restrictions i think mm. yeah yeah okay. i think it was over yeah no more no more even like parties or anything yeah. everything was like all wide open yeah. which which was crazy yeah yeah so i i started at the intel of it mm, i see how did you so here it was an empty space right full empty yeah okay it's just a slab yeah. of concrete <laughs> that's it how did you did you did you like visualize like the whole thing like that did you work with a, an architect like did you did you think about like the color green and and, and gold like how did you kind of like envision all this yeah so I, at, f at first, when I came and visited that space, that was suggested by my lovely wife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's like, she told me to come. Yeah, go find <laughs> I told her, like, she told me, like, oh, you should check it out. And I, I never really did because I, I thought it was kind of like too big at the time. Mm -hmm. But then I went for it. I came and, and checked it out. And I was like, wow, that's, that's a nice space. It, is, it still did appear very big and probably too big for what I was envisioning at the time and what I was capable in terms of like um, financing that project mm -hmm. um, I wasn't sure but but then then I kind of started to put things in on the paper and I calculate like if it was doable uh, so and then from that point on I, I already had like worked on like ideas and I've been I had been thinking about it for like three years at that time. Oh, wow. So uh, talking about the dough that we never talked about, like I had already like 
dug into like some really like <laughs> like hours of research, but like that little uni pizza oven to make pizza <laughs> yeah. at home and like you know trying to replicate as much as like what it, it could be and what where, where I was going, and really thinking more about information about like the style like Neapolitan style like which was my favorite style at is to this day obviously, um, so and then and then thinking about like okay what style do I want like how is it going to be and what's going to be the dynamic of the room. Um, so, and all that came together for me, like moving here and seeing the lake, Kalamaka Lake, um, which I came here for the first time in 2007, I think. Mm. And I was struck by that, like that color of the lake. I was mm. like, this is unbelievable. I never thought I would see like something like this around here. Mm. Um, and so that, that kind of like sparked the, the, the idea of the color, uh, the green. Mm. Um, because um, the green slash blue slash uh, there is no real color for this lake. It, it's yeah. always changing, ever changing, right? Which is the beauty of it. Um, and then relationship with water. So I wanted to link like the elements because you have the fire of the oven, mm. but you have the hydration of the dough, mm. which is like linked to the water linked to the lake, linked to the color. Mm, so it's all the elements coming together within the restaurant in a very mm. subtle way, but mm -hmm. it's present. And then the oven is, is, is actually the closest green that I got from the, the color of Kalamaka Lake that it gets mm. when it's like at this pinnacle kind of like right. beautiful blue slash green slash. Yeah, so that was the, uh, the, the back idea of the green branding. Mm, interesting. Um, I thought it was Italian. It was Italian really. I guess that works because green is a, is a pretty Italian color. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, don't, yeah, you, yeah. don't you think that? No, because oh, yeah, it's, well, it's part of the flag, right? Uh, yeah, like green, uh, um, white. Uh, yeah. Red. A cool tie in that, in that, but like, but uh, yeah, no, that was not the. Uh, yeah, no, I, no, th I thought no, it's it was coming yeah. from like more like a. Well, it, it links to me, nature. Yeah, that links to our conversation. That nature yeah. is really important to me, and you know, and you say wood, and then you say like, we're using wood, we're using the nature, like you know, all these all these kind of elements are, are very present, and mm -hmm. so that that kind of like combine the whole like aspect of it into the the place, um, and then I wanted something very clean, and when I say like, when I was, when I say okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it, I'm gonna mm -hmm. sign that lease for you, like. Should I do it? Should I not? Mm -hmm. I like, I think I, at that time, I hadn't at the time yet, uh, I think, hire an architect or designer. Uh, but I was talking with an architect and an, uh, a contractor that was, they were working together. And I had a kind of a good idea of what I wanted uh, out of the space and vision and pictures that I already like, you know, from restaurants, from places like mm -hmm. design. And so I had a, a bunch of like materials that I was thinking about. Uh, and, and, and so I hired that designer, um, which is an architect designer that worked with the contractor previously on some projects mm. and done restaurants, uh, or like, I'm not sure if they did a restaurant, but anyway, they, they had previous relationships. So I was like, that's, that, that makes sense. That ties in together. So we, uh, yeah, so I worked with him for like quite a few months back and forth where I put like pretty much the idea and then my perspective and everything mm -hmm. into like a oh. it's talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, it's the, oh uh, no, it's the, 
No, that's um, there's a pump actually oh, uh, behind there. That should uh, stop yeah. like in a second. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a pump that mm. uses the the water to be pumped up out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then so we worked together and then I designed the place pretty much. Mm. So you know the idea of the arches was like one of my ideas. Mm. I wanted arches like that replicates that kind of like uh, yeah. architecture from like the Roman kind of style, uh, mm. and which doesn't tie really much with. But uh, yeah, that kind of like reminds you a bit of Italy, right? In a sense, the arches, yeah. um, and then lots of elements that I wanted. And then the rest is pretty much me in terms of like choosing like all the materials, like the chairs, the, the, the tables, the finishing on the table, the finishing mm. on the chairs, the color of the chairs, the colors of the bars towards the, the countertop. That's one of my creation that my contractor didn't, wasn't, never thought it, it was possible to do, but mm. I had done at my restaurant previously and I worked <laughs> with, I asked like the designer of my previous restaurant, it was yeah. like, yeah, you can do it. And, uh, and as well, my ex-partner from the restaurant was like a contractor. I was like, you can do it, Alex. And, and I have a, an amazing friend of mine that came up and we did it together. And like, it's, I, love, I love these counters. Yeah. So a lot of elements that, that were like me at the end that I just finally picked like, and, and chosen. And a few details from my friends as well. They came and like, I did this, finding these little jars and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I love it. Kind of reminds me of Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, legendary. Yeah. Which was the exciting part of it, like developing the whole like vision of like, mm. you know, like what do you want? How do you want it to be? Do you want it something a little classy, a little casual? Like, you know, um, this, you know, I wanted the oven to be the centerpiece of the, uh, mm. the, the room. That mm. had to be like something. And it was designed to be always on, in sight in the, mm. in the, in the room. Um, and then, yeah, this long ramp, we didn't know what to do at the beginning and, and, and then we kind of like became mm -hmm. like, okay, we're going to put a wall there, a suspended wall. And like, as you come in, that was the designer idea, which was a great idea. The restaurant reveals to you as you like progressing mm -hmm. into this yeah. like long, uh, entrance. Yeah. Um, and then the more you progress, the more you see. And then the first thing you kind of see the room, of course, but you have the oven mm. on site. Oh, that's the first yeah, thing. Interesting, yeah. So it's like that all like kind of like things. Experience as you get. Yeah, experience. Uh, I, I like that you don't like enter and everyone like seeing you, watching you, you enter somewhere. It's everyone. I you, know, yeah. Because you can I enter and that. just like, yeah, it's yeah. also uh, like you, that. Yeah. yeah, I never thought yeah. of that. You're in it without being in it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. it's, it's a more... Uh, discreet and progressive yeah. entrance into the the restaurant. No, I really like the I really found that like this this dark green, the wood, the golden and the, the white, like everything blends really well together. It's um <laughs> it's uh <laughs> thanks. I thought, no, it, it looks really Approved. good. It definitely looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean it's not like, you know, it's there's a lot of me in it. Um in terms of that, but obviously, like, I got inspired by multiple places that I've checked mm -hmm. out, and you know, like, throughout my years, like, always looking at like places and thinking, and like, you yeah. know, but golden green is is type of like classical kind of like nice. Yeah, it goes together very well, and I, I'm very appealed to it. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little trendy now as well. Like, it's funny, but yeah. it's probably I was in France by it. You maybe. launched the the trend. Yeah, I guess, maybe, maybe not, but 
yeah it's, it's I, I love it it's, it's beautiful yeah. right no like, yeah it is yeah no it's really i mean i'm biased when you say it, but i'm biased i'm, I'm like, really this, i'm this, saying this, is this my place, authentically so. and not it's not for the camera right now like uh, legitimately uh, i find it like really 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 well made so it's been it's you it's gonna be almost a year now like what nine months yeah like uh, yeah we're coming up nine months nine in, months uh the end of the month 22nd of okay. december it's so christmas time by the way oh yeah yeah for so who listens in the future <laughs> yeah if they ever do we have the christmas tree and everything yes yeah, happy the, time the little, little uh, nuns. yeah i was gonna ask um coming up on nine months like what, what's been uh i have a double thing what's been the most challenging so far for you uh getting into the first year of a big business like did with the big investment with all the the investment investment not necessarily money was but the entire investment of you in the business yeah and what's been the most exciting part so like because these two things needs to balance themselves oh, yeah. right kind of well um, it's, it's, tr it's through the struggle that you become like someone right yes, like it's, yeah. it's really important um it's hard to accept but mm -hmm. It's it's part of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll start with the the struggle, I guess. Uh, the, the the most challenging thing. Uh, I gotta take a second to think about it. Mm -hmm. There's so many of them. Um, it's funny because you know what happens. It's a natural thing. Because now we're in nine months, we just passed that period. I think it was passed within the six, seven months. Mm -hmm. Were you still in that beginning where I think the most challenging part was that big just before the opening mm. and through the opening up to the fourth, fifth months? I think it was the most challenging part of it. Um, but then we're now in nine months. And then you like the human nature of thing. We forget about the struggle and we just remember the good thing. Mm. It's, it's a, I think it's a saving mechanism because otherwise you will just be miserable for the rest of your time if you were always like, if the worst thing will be coming up to your mind all the time, mm. you know? Like think about history or you passed or whatever. I think good memory is gonna come up. The hard one, I'm going to have to trigger that to you. You're going to be like having to search unless you mm -hmm. have trauma. Like, yeah, if I don't ask you, generally mm -hmm. speaking on you, oh, I, at least that's me. But like every day I spend, you think about positive things, right? Yeah. And again, I just say like in the struggle, you you overcome and you, you become oh, yeah. like better. Sure. But but it's challenging. You don't really want to tap into that. Um, and then right now, like you asked me, what's the, the most challenging thing? And I'm like, I just have positive things coming in my mm -hmm. mind. <laughs> like, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I would have to go back in time, like towards the opening. Yeah. I was, I, I think I went into like, uh, I was all not, almost not myself, you know, even my, my wife was worried and, and, and legitimately like worried about me. I was not eating. Mm. I was like spending 20 hours here. Mm. I was not sleeping. Um, yeah. you're like pushing as much as you can, you know, and you don't have the choice. I was very tight, like financially, like with it's, it was very hard to get there. 
uh, I felt very like pressed and like just compressed and I was like okay I don't have time I don't have so you push so hard for that opening um, that yeah like not eating like I've lo I had lost I think 10 kilos I never weighed that since I was 22 years old I was I'm sitting at 91 and I was like yeah 81 81.5 I was like this is like you're like okay what's going on like mm -hmm. you need to take a step back here that that tells you like how much like how much like I'm struggling yeah. because that means I'm don't have time to eat I don't have time I don't I I wasn't taking care of myself first thing was I need to make that happen this needs to open like ASAP um, so I definitely challenging time there um, mm. I have some little stories but um, yeah I was just like when is that gonna happen we've done everything and now that I don't I don't have the permits coming I kind of had a big blowout like against like someone that was I don't know, maybe not really his fault, but at the end, <laughs> I just lost it on him. Yeah. Um, but that was the most challenging part of all. Mm. The rest kind of unwrapped. It was challenging, but once I got to the part of like running the restaurant, it's pretty much that I know that part, you know? Mm -hmm. It's challenging the first months yeah. because there is a lot coming at you. You got to get the systems. And mm -hmm. I was still working like 18 hours a day all the time, all the time. Like... You know, I was trying to take like a day off. I had promised that I would take a day off uh, just so I can like recuperate um, and then work again the, the Tuesday. But, and because I'm by myself, like I'm not by myself, but I don't have a partner. Mm. So I, I did it all like with no partners um, that can be involved at the same level. And then we, we can work at the same level of like, um, like the drive that we can have. Yeah. And I think I think I, looking at it right now, it's. I wonder, like, to, not that I want to give myself some credit, but. Well, you can, because it's. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's pretty rare that you see a restaurant to maybe that scale that well. It's only one person. Mm. Like, I don't want to say the restaurant is you know, mm. but to that level of like finishing and everything and. And and the investment that it takes, mm -hmm. uh, like personally, but like money-wise, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's you don't usually it comes out of a partnership. Like yeah. you know, there's little partners, but they're like they're not real partners. They're only one actually at the end of the day. That's that's a partner. Like, but it's it's not even a partner. It's just it was nice to me to to lend me a, a, just a little. A, the little bit that I was missing to like finish that that financial part of it, yeah. but he's not expecting any. He doesn't have um, anything, and so I was, you know, pushing by myself. Yes, I know, but like you know, I was involved at that level of thing, and I was so struggling. I was like, I don't know. I just thought that at some point I was not gonna be able to do it, mm -hmm. and there were an even more challenging period. I think that's that was the year before when I signed the lease, I think about three weeks after or four weeks after, like when I looked at the number, like how much it was gonna take, I was panicking. I couldn't sleep for like, I think four weeks or five weeks, I couldn't sleep. I would get up at like, I would go to sleep 11 or like midnight, wake up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock, and I, I my brain would not stop thinking, how am I gonna do it? 
how am I going to put that all together? I don't know. Like, I didn't have the answer. And I'm, but I'm trying hardly to, like, in my brain, I'm just like, okay, I can do this, I can do that, I can... And I was trying to anticipate the future, like, which is not something good, but like, the anxiety around the fact that I had signed that lease and it was going to have to happen, mm-hmm. and then I'm, now I'm facing the reality, um, I don't know, it just caught up to me, I think, and I was mm-hmm. so stressed about it. And yeah, the, the fact of losing your sleep over it like, for like four weeks straight, it was like, I was just like panicking. And then, then I think I had a revelation of like, not a revelation, but I was like, hey, it's gonna work out. You know, like mm-hmm. people say like, it all work out at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's so like such a common saying, right? That you don't yeah. really grasp the, uh, the reality of like the impact of it or like how we can really like be true. Like, but anyway, I was like, yeah, it's gonna work out. Everything's gonna work out. And I really believe into that, that thing, you know, I was like, yeah. it's gonna work out. And I, 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 I believe that. And it kind of released me finally. And I got back to that, like, that level of stress before opening. Where I was like, I was like, wow, am I gonna make it? Like, you know, I'm back, like, financially super tight, and I'm on my kind of own. And I'm like, am I gonna make this happen? Mm. And it was hard to like believe it was gonna happen. But obviously, at this point, it's like everything is in motion. Like, we're looking at like, we just have to have a permit to operate. Yeah. Or maybe the floor to be put on the like, mm. <laughs> uh, but still, like it was, it was so challenging, yeah, so challenging in finding like the staff and everything. I didn't have the staff like within mm. maybe like all my staff like two weeks at the end, and yeah, so like you, you, you like bombarded with like thousands of things to do and like and and really like create and yeah, so that was that was so hard, uh, but it was a great experience. Mm. Uh, even though it was hard, uh, it was it was it was re- really good in a sense, you know. And that's yeah. why, like, and then I come back. It's like from something really hard. I'm like, just like everybody. Like, if yeah. you don't if you don't if you don't get challenged, you go back to the running. Like, mm. if you don't challenge yourself. It's, it's just I don't think you become someone if you're not challenged. Mm. You know, like, or you, mm. you you're you're the same. Just stay plateauing. Mm. Yeah. If it's good for you, fine. But then you never know what is waiting for you through the challenge and what comes out of it, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's also just like more exciting. Well, I mean, this is a pretty extreme challenge, but when you're not, when no, you, you know it, for it, sure. It, it, I, it is challenging, but there's a lot of people that go through that as well, I think, you know, like I always like to like, yeah, like look away from it. Yeah, I'm so in it. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, for sure. it's just so like you become almost too much like about it. Just that's all I was thinking. That's till sometimes all I'm thinking. But hey, restaurants been open for like mm. everybody open restaurant every day. Is, you know, it's challenging mm. for everybody. That's the way I lived it personally. Mm. Um, but but yeah, like it is. Everything is different depending on where you're sitting and how you sit and everything. Right? That was me inside it. Yeah. That was the struggle. That was my struggle. I was struggling about thinking I was not going to make it, mm. especially financially, like yeah. customer money and everything. But mm. sorry, what were you going to say? No, no. I mean, that's no saying like, first of all, like this, that struggle is like perfectly justified. Like that's for sure. Uh, 
And then, yeah, the second thing I was going to say is that what are like things that you plan? I, will, I don't know if you can reveal all the secrets, all the, the secret <laughs> things, but like, are, are they like new things that you're going to start maybe doing the the spring or the summer? Like, it, it, do you have, do you know already you have like projects with to do like new things here or all the things that you can talk about? Or? Yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can talk about uh, There's thousands of things I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, uh, yeah, including open another restaurant. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. No, there's, there's always a lot of things. I, uh, there's, there's things that I actually have to cut off from like mm. the original project, like, you know, things that I had to like eliminate for a financial part of it. That I, I really love to like just um, add to the restaurant. Um, It's a classic thing, but uh, just a beer tower would be nice, you know, and mm -hmm. everything is ready for it, but it's a big investment for it. Uh, for so some beer on tap? Beer on tap, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. A, so you get a tower, yeah, a tap nice. tower. It'd be nice, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, have, I have a bit of a, I'm, I'm a little bit like hurt by the fact that it's not there, but yeah. it's fine, it's working. And obviously beers by the cans are actually pretty good. Um, mm. They never, they, they all can, again. Mm. Um, beer on tap is, you know, the cakes can be faulty, the, mm. the line can be long, the, you know, the line that goes from the fridge to your tap, mm. if it's not well, proper, clean and everything, like you don't get a proper beer all the time, right? Mm. So it demands a lot of attention. Uh, so I'm, I'm really content with like serving actual like beer by the bottle or the, the can because they're, they're always very, they, they're perfect mm -hmm. in a sense. They're sometimes not actually, I've had a batch of like, they had something, hair or whatever I was going through the, the can. Um, but uh, yeah, so like that was one of them. Um, there's always improvements to do, like mm -hmm. on the room, like the acoustic is really uh, an issue. And I knew from the beginning it was going to be an issue, but I couldn't financially address it again. Mm -hmm. So I had to, you know, kind of like, try to forget about it, even though it, I think it was on me every, every night that I work here. So I think it's something I'm going to address pretty, pretty firmly, like soon in the next year, mm -hmm. maybe not in uh, early, but like mid year, like we'll probably wait, see if financially I can really do it. Uh, but I have the solution already of like sound panels that we're gonna, I'm going to put it on the ceiling and then like pretty large four feet uh, round sound panels. And hopefully it will take away the uh, echo that's like happening when it's like super loud or something. There's a lot of people here. Those are like the two kind of main components of like having things. There's design component that I want to do, but like I'm going to hold off. If, if maybe we do very well one day. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that is to improve the actual experience for the customer, right? Because for me, it's the noise is, is one, it's, The atmosphere is huge, right? For me, it's like mm -hmm. you come here, you, you gotta feel comfortable. It's gonna, it, it does feel comfortable. It's alive when it's like noisy, mm -hmm. but I get that for some people, it's kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. um, and and a, the third thing to say three uh, is the, um, the lunch. Mm -hmm. We'll probably open for lunch. Mm -hmm. And that would be already a major thing, probably in the spring. Coming up the spring, uh, we'll we'll see where we're sitting after the winter, like in like around February, and then yeah. uh, from there on, we'll we'll kind of like 
start to have that conversation with the, the kitchen and see where the kitchen is at as well, like the staff and the capacity of hiring and everything, but we can do it. I think that it's, it's, it's doable. Yeah. There's no reason. We actually did one lunch. You, were, you came for the lunch. The only lunch that we did here. Really? Yeah, you were here. Oh, that was a yeah, it was, was uh, there were like a, was a it festival the, yeah. or something. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, the, it was the Sunshine Festival, I think. That's right. In June, and I opened for it. It was, it was great. It was good. Yeah. <coughs> so those are like the evolution of the restaurant. So yeah. uh, that I'm, I'm foreseeing for like the future. For now, it's passing Christmas and like mm. Christmas parties and everything. We were so fortunate. We had like. People I reach out for like Christmas parties and yeah. you know for me it means a lot. Like people mm -hmm. are like they want to be in here and they want to mm -hmm. celebrate their time with their staff in in this this room. It's like it's a huge compliment for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm like um, we're gonna do that, go through that, and then and then see where we are in a in a in a new year. Yeah. I guess you say in January. <laughs> what is the, the your most uh, sold uh, pizza? I don't know if you know your most popular one. Do you know? Or not? I think I looked the other day. I don't uh, the spicy Italian sausage. Oh, okay. I'll have to try. I this think one. prosciutto and then margarita as well. Like yeah. definitely up there. Yeah. Pesto pistachio. I think oh, those yeah. are fonds that are like, and pesto pistachio is not a surprise because I think. I mean, there is more places that do it. I think I've seen it more and more and more. Oh, <laughs> bless you! I'm gonna have you. some more of your wine. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You good? Some. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's too good. It's a good one. Especially now that it warmed up, you can get all the flavor of it. You know, oh, yeah. because it's cold, like it just numbs the the full profile. Mm -hmm. Then we're getting the full. It's been open as well. The full experience. The full experience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, pesto pistachio, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The honey, you know, there's no the spice component with it. It's not like a spice and, and sweet kind of thing. It's just mortadella on top. And yeah, that's been selling very well. Yeah, super cool. I've had this one here. Yeah, I really like it. I'll, People I really love like it. sweet, savory uh, on pizza. It's well, there's I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, typically, and then I, I like it. I, this one, yeah. There's the well. There's the, the most famous one is probably pineapple, but like it's a big debate as well if if pineapple, uh, uh, <laughs> it can be it's on pizza. It but makes, but um, makes, makes a smile. Both of us. It's so funny. <laughs> Do you like pineapple on pizza? No. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't I, work I, very well for us as well because it yeah. renders so much juice and because the pizza cooks so fast, we can't yeah. leave like yeah. pizza styles that like cook for a long time. Mm. You can. It evaporates the juice and it's just drying in, on that pizza, which is okay. But like on our hand, like in 90 seconds, like that, that pineapple that's so juicy, just spread on the pizza isn't the best. So we've, we even like developed like, no, not developed, like we, we had to like press our pineapple before. So we put a weight on it. Right. So we press the pineapple so the juice come out of it. So that, because we did the pineapple, we did it. We don't have it on the menu now. Yeah. We had it for the summer. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because people don't complain. Like they don't, or not complain, or not mention it. Yeah. Nobody has like. Com and I have to say thanks to Vernon because, you know, you, I'm usually maybe we're too new for that. But like, and we didn't leave it enough so that people like comes back for it. Yeah. But I took it off the menu like now almost two months ago, and we haven't had a single person. I was like, oh no, you don't have the pineapple. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I mean, like, I don't, yeah. Not so much, maybe. Yeah. You know, uh, we still it, have the pepperoni. Uh, I, I guess it's because it's a specific style of pizza. If you want, like, a, a Hawaiian pizza, you can go somewhere else getting it. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, yeah but, um, but it's. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I understand. I, I, but it I was good no that, problem. You, that you, uh, that me, you tried. Not, uh, yeah, even you, though I, you don't I, like it personally, you understand. I don't like it personally, but it's funny. I don't have that. That hate. I'm not so tight. You know, I'm not from Naples. I don't have that like tightness about it. Yeah. I'm not like a. Yeah. Like your grandfather was, say was yeah. just on French culture. And that's probably why I, let's, let's evolve. Let's be open. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm in Canada. That's why everything is possible. You know, like mm -hmm. let's let's be that way. Uh, yeah. So that's why I don't. It doesn't yeah. make me scream. You know, in a sense. I'm happy that people enjoy it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like if, if, if it's what you like and then we can make it, well, great. Because at the end of the day, you, you're happy. And that's what I do this work for. Mm. Like if people are happy. Mm. That's, that's the nature of the job. I want to see someone yeah. say like, I loved it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Like just that for me, I'm winning. Yeah. So, you know, going against the, something that's like, it makes like the newspaper and makes like a, do a good documentary or a good video of like, yeah. I mean, there's this video that my chef had shown me uh, where the guy is like explaining the whole thing, like how to make a proper one and eat the pizza, the pineapple pizza. Mm -hmm. And it's just like describing everything, how you do it and everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then to eat it, you grab it like this and you put it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it was hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, it creates content yeah. and everything. It's a good debate. It's like, but you like it though, you say. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like it because Jenna, my partner, my fiance now, uh, she loves uh, Hawaiian pizza. She always takes, she often takes it. I had never tried before, but I'm a very, as well, very open-minded and I, I really liked it. Uh, but it's not my go-to at all. Oh, like she okay. takes it, I have like one slice of her, yeah. and that's fine. And then I need, and if I can make a personal suggestion, because there's um, one that was uh, like a combination that was uh, really good that I liked. They had that for a moment, and then they removed. It was a fr uh, savory and sweet as well. It was a fungi, but with um, grapes on it. It was amazing. Oh, it was at yeah, a, a Pixel or Oroks. You told they me had, about it. They had that, yeah, because like I was, I was you were fanatic this about pizza, it. This pizza was, was amazing. Like I was going there for this pizza, and then one day I ordered it, and they removed the grapes out of it. So Pixel or Oros, if you, <laughs> you listen to this, put back because you know, this, this combination you know, yeah, you know, will will make it for you. I, I would be. We'll make it for you. Because like this, this combination was just amazing. I don't know what we, what it was. Because like, yeah, it was a white uh, base, like some yeah, big mushroom. slice of mushrooms and some big uh, half grapes half on it. Half like, sliced. Yeah. 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 We'll just just like cut cut in half, you know, like yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's crazy. Let's do it. No, it sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 shake hands on it. So, sounds sounds. I'm <laughs> gonna make a bad thing. It sounds <laughs> grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, dark grapes dark ones oh dark ones yeah yeah, yeah okay. oh, that's perfect we, yeah i mean i was gonna it's say we'll do idea, we'll do idea. it in a season well we can blast a special we can do anything this yeah. is the fun of the pizza yeah right yeah once you've got your dough recipe died out and then you systems in place the toppings it just never stop it's mm. just 
it's the beauty of the pizza is like you can create anything and, yeah. and be so creative with it in many ways uh, that's what I love about it that's it's 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 amazing because you mm. you can you can have anything pretty much anything yeah. and there is no limit to it why put a limit to it put a yeah. pineapple on it <laughs> yeah no it's amazing it's probably one of my favorite personal thing what i what i really like about pizza is like how simple but effective it is and because um, like you know it's like the dough but how how the more a dish is simple the more important the products are right like if you want yeah. to 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 stand out and there's, there's a, a dough a little bit of of tomato some great cheese and, and you know and that and that's amazing that like, i really like the the, the simplicity uh yeah of of making it but 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 uh the complexity then the art is, is then in the product and in the way of of doing it yeah um and the fact that it's like a shareable thing uh yeah it's uh, i'm a fan of pizza for sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean as goes back to one of your questions like why did you do pizza like you know like because everybody loves it mm. you know who doesn't like pizza there's not that is many there's not that there's not that many days yeah really there's not that many people that really don't like pizza yeah there's some that are not crazy about it mm. uh but there's a lot of people as well that i've been getting quite a few people that never had this down and they're like i've right. not being on pizza mm. yours is amazing mm. and you're like those are like for me it's the biggest compliments you can mm. get now you You've, you've shifted something in that person, like in a culinary kind of like aspect of it. Something that was like, oh, I really didn't care about pizza, or it was okay, or mm. to like, okay, I'm coming back for you, pizza. Yeah. And, you know, it's not essentially just mine, but probably more that style of pizza. Mm. Um, and you're like, that's amazing. I opened up a door for someone, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's not, nothing crazy, but in, in, It's it's something else and like, yeah, it's that that aspect of it is pretty cool. But yeah, mm -hmm. there is people that are not crazy about pizza. Really, I grew up eating a pizza a week. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like I, it's the thing is also pizza. It's a very like with a lot of there's way more here, um, like chains uh, of pizza like stuff like Domino's and, and Pizza Hut and, and all that that type of stuff. That's not going to be. Uh, They're not going to be using the the, the most noble uh, uh, ingredient. Yeah. It's more like the fast food pizza aspect that is more uh, common. I, I feel like that the the finer dining pizza thing. So it's like as as uh, if someone has never tried that kind of style. It's like you you eat um, you always eat like McDonald's burgers, and then one day you actually buy like super good ingredient and you make a homemade burger like that's that's will be the same kind of like the same um, yeah you're like the reaction should be like oh my god this mm -hmm. is <laughs> yeah this is kind of like amazing yeah. actually yeah 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 i agree with it and yeah and that's that's why i like you know i like the fact that i was a kid and i'm still a, a big kid you know we're mm. always kids right yeah still a child but um have that memory like I was saying earlier like of that kid going to the restaurant and just, wow that pizza is so good mm. and you know that that stays with you and that stays with you right there 
it's, it's, it's opening up a door and a memory and something that's like will capture an instant of your life. And then for a kid, it's, it's amazing for me because the kids, when they come here, they will remember. Mm. They'll, like, I want them to remember. Yeah. I went to this pizzeria and I, like, you know, I grew up in my town, there was this pizzeria. Mm. I, I want the kid to be mm. the kid that I was. Yeah. Because that pizzeria like, that I'm talking about in my town, that's the only pizzeria I will go all the time. Mm. It's called La Roman, and I think it's still there. Mm. Um, and that's the only one that I will go. And that's what I remember, what is a good pizza. And, and I want kind of that to happen here. I want that little kid to remember, I grew up in a town in Vernon, and there were this pizzeria, and I used to go with my parents. And that's what I'm looking for. Who knows what that kid is? Maybe it could be in Vancouver or like traveling or whatever, but he's looking for that pizza, that pizza that he remembers. You know? For me, that's like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's the way I th I see the the actual like component of it. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> what? That's no, that was a really good. Uh, good story. Yeah. A good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I love when the kids come and when mm -hmm. the kid tell me like, it's amazing. I love it. I'm like. Well, here we go. One more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll remember me. Yeah, yeah. It's true that through taste, we we were put back to super early memories. Like taste is something that can. Uh, it's like in um, not a long time ago, we watched uh, the Pixar Ratatouille. Yeah. Um, and there's this a Pixar that I really like. And there's uh, this scene at the end where the the critic that uh, everybody fears and stuff like that, he tries the, the ratatouille and as soon as he touches, he's like yeah. plunged back into when he's like 12 years old or trying the thing. And then, uh, yeah, taste is, is a really... Um, hey, it marks in marks people probably back to what, what your, uh, your grandfather was saying that like a good day was having a good meal with good yeah. people because these, these are like, you have a, you have a good dinner with like good people. Like these are a memory. These are great memories that you, you will some memories. Remember and, um, yeah. And that's why I like this industry because mm. you know, it's, we're here in a good times, right? People mm. come here, they celebrate birthdays. They celebrate like anything. And yeah. you're like, you know, you, you, part of this experience and you make them having a great time and you're like you're lucky to be in that moment with them and like helping them to have and create memories in this space and like really embracing the whole thing and we're very privileged to be part of it at the end of the day because we're here in a good moment right mm -hmm. i have the opposite way at home well my wife is on the other spectrum of uh, of, of the the scenario where she's when she works for BC Transplant and she, she's, she does like all the, um, sorry, I know what she does. Mm. It's complicated to explain, yeah. but I'll try to make it. She's at the retrieval end of like the BC Transplant. So mm. she's on the, on the side where they retrieve organs. So she approaches family at the end of the life of their like, their, like their families and is the worst woman that you can be yeah. in with people, you know, despite having like a silver lining in the story, it's mm. still like she's, she's there approaching families that lost their like family members and it's like so hard. Um, mm. 
well, we are in a situation where we're in the happiness. We're like mm -hmm. in the embracing and like creating memories and, and all that. So, and I, I always remind myself of that, that we're very lucky of, of giving that to people and giving that moment of like forgiving, oh, yeah, for, not forgiving, forgetting about like your, your life and mm -hmm. like what's going on and just being with your people and like embracing that. And yeah, yeah it ties in with my grandfather again, but kind mm -hmm. of way of seeing the things because those moments makes memories, right? Like makes, makes your life and it's, it's very valuable at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. in, in my culture, I don't know, in so many cultures, I don't, I don't know, I think it's a common thing for people, right? Like we, mm -hmm. the food is like a uniting thing. Like we, we all get together around today, like a table and take that moment of like, of eating and trying and having something, talking about it bringing memories yeah. so it's 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 a privilege for me to be in those moments and and make people happy is it's a big thing like mm -hmm. I like to make people happy mm -hmm. <laughs> it's uh but it's and, and that's part of that 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 spectrum of the it's more than just a restaurant you know like or like being successful and making business and like mm -hmm. you know it's just it's just uh what comes with it and and then the memories yeah that's yeah, pretty cool yeah Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Uh, and I don't know where I was gonna go with it, but yeah, no, it's it, it's pretty special. It's pretty special to be mm. on that end of it. Um, yeah. And you, people don't often think about it. It's not something you think about. And of course, it's your work, and you come to your work, and you know it's it is what it is. But you give the people a break in their life, you know, and they've chosen to be. They chosen to be in a new establishment. Right? You're like, you know, it's, it's already a, the fact that people step into the, in, into this place. It's already like, hey, thanks. I always tell people, thanks for coming in, you know, and I mean it. I mean, yeah. thanks for, you know, making a reservation, taking the time out of your day, to trust that when you're gonna come here and spend your money, it's gonna be valuable for you. Mm -hmm. So the, all the effort it took you to like come down here, park, find a thing, open that door. And, and and just come here. I'm I'm like, thank you. Thanks for being here, you know. And that's, I think myself was saying, mm -hmm. hear me that saying that too much of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just I value I value that part of it, you know, yeah. like that people can trust you to like, yeah, you know, celebrate their birthday. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Despite the struggle that comes with it, <laughs> it's part of of the. It's part of the satisfaction. It's part of the whole thing, right? Yeah. 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 No, so I, all in hand, and then the, that's the best part of it. I didn't never answer to your question. What oh, was the, yeah, the, the satisfaction? The satisfaction? But I guess you said you probably, this, what you were saying, like the, how the, the gratitude of being a part of like the, the best part of someone's day and like yeah. having people feeling that they trust the, the thing. Uh, but maybe that's something else that you have in mind. No, no, no. That, those are those yeah. are like the oh, biggest okay. part. Like that's yeah. that's that's why I do this work at mm. the end of the day. You know, like it's it's the love, it's the passion. It's not it's not. I'm not in it for like you know like the business part of it. Like mm. I want to be successful. I want to like be the best or I want to be this mm. or I want to be that like it's it's more about the the core value that comes around it and like the 
you know, what you deliver at the end of the day um, and, and try to deliver something good, you know, that, that's, mm, yeah. you know, it's, that's part of it. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, that's, that's what matters to me. It's the, it's the moment like that, like mm. people can have here. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, that room that, you know, being there for them, like it's, that does prevent everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I love every time. Where, that's why I did that. That's mm -hmm. why I didn't go for another, another career. <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, because I, I do love it. I, I capitalize yeah. on like 20 years of experience as well, or 15 years. And mm -hmm. you know, you're like, okay, what do I do? But like, do you want to give up 10, 15 years of experience of doing something mm -hmm. and starting from scratch when you pretty much think that there is a niche or something to do? Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, it's kind of a tough one there. Um, I always wanted to open a restaurant on my own, mm -hmm. let's be honest, like when I started that industry, like I think I can look at my journal and see like some ideas of like restaurants and things and what to do and like how to do it and everything is, yeah, since I'm 20, since I started, I was like already taking notes. So it's probably something I, I nurtured for a long time, you know, yeah. and like when I was a partner, I was like, yeah, that's cool, but in was just a silent, I didn't feel like a real partner engaging and like I was making some decisions, but like not really at the end of the day. Well, here it's like, okay, there's, this is mine. This is 100% this me and like what I did. So there's more satisfaction coming out of that and see what I was capable of for so many years. Anyway, I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, but yeah, that these are great. Uh these are, these are great reason, and in any way, I mean, there's so much um, physical and mental challenging within uh, building businesses and, and doing yeah. things like that, that if you do it for the wrong reason, because like money, you can make money doing anything, right? But you can't, but not anything is going to make you be happy yeah. waking up most of the time. Um, yeah, if you're going against you. It's... Um, yeah, being able to connect with something that you love, like it's so important, but yeah. yeah. The only thing that came out of like this is like, <laughs> I, it's like the support that I got from, you know, we, mm -hmm. like oftentimes like people say like, yeah, it's not yeah. obviously just me that built this place, like even though I'm the only owner and like, you know, kind of like create everything, but like, you see the, the contractor, the designer, mm -hmm. the architect, the plumber, the, you know, all the people that work on that space uh, and then the people that, that help me and like my friends were like amazing. The, mm. the friends from the industry from Vancouver, I came for a week, like I have a friend that was on the phone, Vincent. Mm. He was here for a week, were like helping me to open this restaurant, like where well, I didn't have the capacity of like, you know, doing everything. And that, you know, that was amazing to see that. Um, and then the friends as well that I made it here within no time of being here that I'm still like some of my best friend here helped me on that, that, that business. Well, I think most of the time I was like, I was telling them like, what am I doing? Like, mm. like tell them, don't do that. <laughs> just, I tell people just, just don't open a restaurant. Um, and they helped me, you know, like that, that's for me, like, I can't thank them enough. Then the support of my wife was like, you know, seeing me through like the last 
period of it before the opening and seeing your husband and like in that stage, I think it was very scary for her. Yeah. Uh, but like she supported me and still to this day, like financially and like, m like on the moral side of it, like not more, but like, like emotionally, physically, like I was just like, yeah, it was so tough, right? Like, and uh, that I can, it's, I can't be thankful enough for that, you know, like, it's just amazing to see people believing into you and like, just like, kind of like naturally come and help you and support you and be like, no, it's gonna work, you know, mm -hmm. that, that is pretty unique to, to have. And, and I had a hard time to take it because I almost thought every time that I didn't deserve that. It's like kind of like a, a guilt, you know, like, don't want to use you guys you know you're like you're coming to help me that's very nice but you know i don't have much like mm. and you're like that's almost too nice you know like it's like you guys are being too nice to me i don't know how to like give it back to you or something like i don't know if i will ever be able to even give it back to you but yeah it was pretty pretty amazing to see that coming to us especially in the end of it where i was a little tight in so many ways of mm. like trading open this place and like putting like yeah put an open sign at the front but yeah that that's something that that was i'll never forget about this like how we all came together you know my friend i came to the the bar and like my friend that did this wall that was supposed to be my contractor but like he was like not looking very good and and it's like i'm not you're not gonna leave that like this and i was like yes i am i, I can't do anything i'm i'm done we gotta open and you know it's like came with this truck we just moved the whole wall put it on together and then like redo, redid it and mm -hmm. like put it like this and i was like you're just too nice man and i just mm -hmm. like you know put it he's he's got his own business he doesn't have the time and capacity but he did it for yeah. me and i was like dude it's just, i can't thank you enough mm -hmm. uh, but yeah all this all this thing and yeah my wife she she had to put up with me and she still mm. does <laughs> with all my my stress and not mm. being present and just always thinking about this place it's just like mm. i couldn't i can't imagine like living with myself you know mm. like living with me sometimes i'm like oh my gosh she must be so tired of like this mm. and she's probably is um but she still supports me and like you know love me and like believe in me and you know when she, when that opened like she was she was pretty happy about about it and still is to this day. So, yeah, it's, the support is amazing. So that's, that's what comes with you having an idea and like seeing the the support from the community and then after the community, like people like obviously supporting you by coming to your business, but your friendship, you call you call people now like waking up to come and see you. Like it's like you're like wow, thanks guys, thanks mm -hmm. uh, thanks again. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's something that. Yeah, I'm gonna repeat myself. I'll never, never forget. Yeah, yeah. It's good try not. because maybe one day someone will need you. I hope so. For the same thing. I hope my friends. And uh, this is where you'll give back. Yeah, I, I actually really hope that they'll, they'll need me one day. Yeah, yeah. you know, open something or whatever. Like, yeah, because it's, it's super cool at the end. You know, like to, to see, to see that the process and like, see people. I have some friends that open their restaurant as well. It's pretty cool. Like. To see the progress and like how they do and then mm. i found my friends so many times within that year of like trying to open this restaurant and mm. i 
they're probably sick of me talking mm -hmm. about all my issues and my problems about like how am I gonna make this thing happen and like why is it not working and you know trying to like seek a little bit of like comfort in a sense like mm -hmm. and reinsurance of like it's okay Alex you know I was kind of thinking of like yeah I had questions as well but like more like is it really how it happened for you like you know even though you know the is how it's gonna happen you're yeah. because you've been in it for so long and every time that's like people tell you like oh yeah here we go it's, that's that's what happens but when you leave it you're always like oh is that really but yeah they were always there for me like to kind of relay on that level and everything and eventually one day they'll they'll do the same mm -hmm. on their own and maybe here <laughs> <laughs> bring yeah. everybody yeah yeah no that's pretty much it yeah cool thanks a lot for the pizza oh yeah my pleasure no, it was cool. It was, it was fun good. to. Uh, I'm just gonna make another one before I leave, so I leave with one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, we can do a little uh, workshop actually. A pineapple one. A pineapple? No, there's no more pineapple. <laughs> place, actually, you'll have to go to the grocery. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank no. You thanks. Very thanks much. for thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. I mean, I don't get to express myself. Uh, it's a little uh, a little bit much about myself, I think. But yeah, uh, um, yeah it's an interesting. Uh, experience mm -hmm. it's funny i did i never i forgot about the camera oh yeah i, I never a, thought about it then at some point it creates a bubble and then yeah. you don't you don't yeah i don't i mean yeah. be curious to i don't think i can listen to myself <laughs> I, I never listen to it oh my god it's the most it's embarrassing just long, it's just too long and you can't yeah you you you, you. I, you overthink everything because like you're like fuck like i don't even speak <laughs> properly <laughs> but it's no you can't but it's just too too long uh, Never, you know the story really, as well and yeah. everything that you I mean you yeah. lived it but yeah it's a very interesting thanks for opening the door for this because mm -hmm. i've always it's it's funny i was always intrigued by the oh, no. always intrigued by the well, you know i listen to podcasts and everything mm -hmm. and like yeah uh, always intrigued i actually wanted to uh, start a podcast oh, really? out of everything i wanted mm -hmm. to start mm -hmm. during covid i wanted to do like a restaurant pod uh, podcast yeah it's it's lacking it's, uh, oh yeah it's lacking there's one guy in Vancouver that does it I think and I listen to it a little bit it's mm. it's not bad but it's not yeah in many it's lacking in many uh, in many areas uh, not areas in many uh, subjects like subjects because it's, yeah. it's a it's a great it's such a great medium and it like offers a perspective that no one would have ever had on, on someone like yeah uh, for most people, for the people that don't know, like it just gives the opportunity to listen to someone outside of just just their own um, type of work they do or field, and yeah. can talk about also. And also, it's 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 available, and you can people consume it while they're doing something else. Yeah. It's not like you sit and, and watch. You can also just like listen. It's a yeah, it's an underrated uh, medium, but. I found, but it's uh, yeah, no, it's a super interesting one for sure. It's it's, it's amazing. It's it's good. I mean, I'm I'm a consumer of podcasts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if we've done some climbing trip with my wife, like lots of road tripping, like road mm -hmm. tripping in the US, uh, hours and hours on the car, and I like just listening to podcasts, like yeah. just hours of it, and you know, mm -hmm. I love it. Like I've, yeah. It's super cool. Like in, yeah. in so many areas, like some of the big ones are like really amazing. But like, you know, when you find like a some that are under radio, or like you don't, it, you have to look hard for it. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So no, it's uh, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. 
That's fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for well, giving me the uh, opportunity to for sure to, uh, Thanks for to talk a little too much about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for opening on a day you're closed. Uh, uh, so if you want yeah. to try uh, some pizza, the Mazzaro downtown, <laughs> the yeah, Polytheon. Please come. Yeah. Come and see us. I'll take care of No you. pineapples right now. but No pineapple uh, right now. <laughs> Maybe next time. And summer. also soon a fun guy with, uh, with uh, grapes. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a big. Uh, Tell me, I come the day the day it, uh, you have it. <laughs> yeah, I'll make a big and uh, a big post on, uh, on Instagram <laughs> and everything. Like, and I'll, I'll, I'll tag you ten times in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Ciao. Thank have you. Ciao. Thank you. A wrap. Boom. <laughs>